0: We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. They have no idea we're coming. Take hold of this moment. The force is strong. Make ten men feel like a hundred.
1: We'll take the next chance. Rebels on you. Save the rebellion. Save the dream. Episode one hundred sixty.
0: There's already like seven million. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna to toss it, gonna to taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Clean race it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. pushovers, over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. go, pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. hot culture. Leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with
2: the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three,
3: two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the the Leftovers. leftovers. All right, yeah. Yeah uh this week just me and jake yeah it's been a while we're gonna be breaking down the uh last rogue one trailer and uh i am really excited to talk about this one jake yeah me too me too always good when we got fresh star wars shit to talk about yeah we are not gonna bury the lead this week we're gonna jump right into it here in just a moment um Great news. Hopefully, I think. Uh, well, bad news. We got good news and bad news. Oh, give me the bad first. Bad news is no new pop culture leftovers episode next week for uh, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Good news is what we get a week off. We get. Yeah, that's a good news <laughs> for me. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> news. No, the good news is honestly, it's uh, Jay should be hopefully returning to the mm-hmm. podcast for Doctor Strange in three weeks. Nice, nice.
2: Maybe he's like the ancient one himself and he went off for some mystic training.
3: Uh, I'm thinking he went off to uh, binge watch Voltron.
2: <laughs> personally. Uh,
3: I'll take that bet. <laughs> I will bet Jay has not watched two minutes of Voltron. Hold on, hold on. L- let me throw this out there to you, Jake. Okay. Do you think that that, e- that first episode was just so fucking good? Yeah, it was so good, yeah. It, it was so good that he can't bring himself to watch anymore he does not want to taint what he knows as voltron <laughs> in the netflix universe it's they just could, that good they could fuck it all up in episode two you never know <laughs> i think honestly i think he's just watched that first episode multiple multiple times ah yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one day he'll move on one may why, we i don't i don't know this though so. <laughs> ah, he will he will yeah yeah
2: he'll, he'll have to get some new content after seeing it for like the 20th time
3: right <laughs> All right, I want to thank uh, this week. I want to thank some uh, PayPal a PayPal donator, uh, Mr. Matthew Richards. Thank you for your donation. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thanks, Matt. Good shit. Also, want to thank uh, two new two new Patreon patrons, uh, Steve from Scenic Cast. Uh, he got in on the uh, three dollar baller shit. Three dollar baller. I, I got to throw that up on the internet, man. The I thre- got, you yeah, don't have the
2: three dollar baller list. I don't
3: have them up there yet. I'll, I'll do that. And then Corey Couch. I want to thank you, sir. Core couch yes yes wouldn't that be amazing if like he was dating some chick and her last name was loveseat and he fucked up that would be fucked up yeah like ottoman yeah ottoman (laughs) yeah couch ottoman wedding (laughs) that would be crazy that'd be awesome uh let's see here what else do we got this week uh You know how the leftover we're going to get the rogue one here in a second. Um,
2: <laughs> like I said, we're gonna, not going to bury the lead, and yeah. now we're going to bury it a bit.
3: You know how the, the we got the the leftover army. They started up their own little uh group. Yes, yes, their own little group where they get together and they they call them the the, the leftover army. It's like their own little group, their yep. little page where they get in there and they a yammer on with one another i'm in there i'm spying on it for yeah. us yeah there you go If anybody says shit yeah let us know hey, remember that little video that they put out did you watch that i did not <laughs> really no i didn't well wow, i gave i sent it to you and frank it, I think Dan said it to me, too. And you did not watch it? I have not seen it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. that meant, It meant a lot to Jake, guys. <laughs> meant a whole lot. That's, that's love for you. Yeah. It just kind of got lost in the shuffle. I need to watch that. All right. Well, anyway, let me paraphrase it. Okay. They said there's no rules in the group. The only rule is you can't be a dick. And oh, it, okay. Yes, I knew this. Okay. You go down <laughs> the line. They go down the line, and everybody's like, don't be a dick, don't be a dick, like all these people. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes against the podcast, though, right? yeah we're kind of dicks i'm a huge dick yeah yeah i, I have itunes reviews to be, to prove it
2: yeah so should the rule be you should be
3: a dick i don't know it, it kind of goes against everything that the podcast stands for yeah that's a great point don't be hey don't be a dick but don't, then i get
2: away with it don't be a dick right yeah only you can get away with it i guess i guess yeah, i don't know man it's fun to be a dick every now and again we're dicks all the time fair enough yeah yeah
3: we're not gonna read any itunes reviews this week Uh, we will read them when we return. Ah, you're stacking them up. Oh yeah, stacking them up a little bit. We got, I think we got five, but only four actually cared to leave comments. Two of them, Jake. You're gonna like this. Oh, don't say one star. Two of them were bad. Oh man, now I want to hear them. You want to hear them? <laughs> yeah. You want to hear them now? Yeah. I All can't. Right. I can't. You, okay, we'll save the good ones. Save, then. The, save the good ones. All, All right. right. I Hold love on. this too much. Let me pull them up here. Go ahead and vamp while I pull this shit up.
2: It's one star five. We don't give a <laughs> <I'll>, fuck.
3: <laughs> I'll, 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 I don't even. I don't even have the jingle ready to go. Hold on. Vamp while I get the jingle ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my vamping. You took away my vamping. Now that you're getting the jingle ready. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's time for uh, I iTunes Reviews.
1: Look,
3: <laughs> that's iTunes Reviews for my other show. Hold on. <laughs> that was for Sweetwater Saloon. Hold on. iTunes Reviews for Pop Culture Leftovers.
1: If it's one star-
3: First, I, I love I, that
2: you stuck that cheap plug there in for Sweetwater Saloon. I,
3: that was not. <laughs> I have them. Ch- hit, I have wink, them, wink. I, I have them both labeled. I have them both labeled <laughs> as iTunes, so I had no clue. But yeah, if you want to check out my uh, Westworld podcast, you What's can. It called? It's called Sweetwater Saloon, a Westworld podcast. Your hosts Ashley and Brian. So enjoy. All right. I heard that Brian guy's a real dick. <laughs> He's a he, well. You're, you're about to hear all about it. Here we go. Uh, iTunes review. This is a one star, and it comes from Chris in DC United. Listen to this title. My God, these people are horrible. <laughs> oh, I love this. Although it gets better, <laughs> I know it's. It's hard to beat that title, but trust me, it gets better. What a nasty, g- <laughs> what a, uh, what a nasty group of people. I've uh, been listening for a few months now and I just can't do it anymore. Sorry, I tried. Not worth the extra garbage when there are so many others that do it better. Good luck, guys wow <laughs> wow i love how he did it for a few months yeah
2: i can't it was I can't. like a
3: struggle hold on are we like i'm not i'm okay i'm not hold on are we like seinfeld in a way and i'm not saying like seinfeld was good we're clearly not <laughs> yeah yeah I, that's not what I'm not trying in that to, way not in that way what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to actually compare us to the characters mm-hmm. within the seinfeld universe like they all get along yeah and they're all cool with one another but everybody else absolutely can't stand him even so much to the point in the Seinfeld finale all the people that they fucked over took him to court yes yeah i could see that except we have we have our fans
2: i mean the whole fandom of us is that way yeah yeah, yeah, I could see
3: that. I could see that. They're pretty miserable people, right? Oh, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the title of that one, though, man. Yeah, yeah that's Jesus, great. Jesus, my God, these people are horrible. My God. From Chris and D.C. United. I didn't realize it the yeah. first week I listened. Yeah. After, two months, after two months, months. These, these people are <laughs> a horrible. F- a few months. <laughs> a few months. A few months, yeah. Uh Let's see here. next one comes from Jay Kobayashi, and it, it's a two-star. Uh two-star it's uh titled don't know if it's worth it (laughs) here we go here we go uh (laughs) i honestly don't like a single one of the hosts (laughs) i and he puts this all in caps i cannot stand brian's voice (laughs) 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 they are not funny and their trash talk is just streaming together random curse words and yelling I've listened for a while because when they talk about movies and shows, I forget about how much his voice annoys me. (laughs) But the last three or four episodes have got me wondering if a little bit of good pop culture conversation is worth listening to the awful humor and Brian's voice. Wow. Dude, I cannot tell you. Like, these were back-to-back iTunes reviews. Yeah. I was I was at work and I was I I pulled it up on my phone and I was laughing my ass off as I was reading these and he had a huge smile on my face. I would be too. That's
2: hilarious. Oh my god.
3: See the thing is like Jake, I feel like I feel like we are the winners here though. Because oh, like yes. for, for number one, we love these. I I, I guess being a huge dick that I am, I I, I like it when I can kind of get under people's skin a little bit. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, I've wasted hours and hours and hours of these guys' time. (laughs) Yeah. All you had to do was talk to annoy one of them. I know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I cannot stand Brian's voice. Oh, my God. My God. (laughs) Oh, man. I'll just read the other two. We got a five-star here from uh, Linusall32, and I I know this guy Mm. follows us on Twitter, so thank you. Uh, It's titled Monday Fix. This uh, It's a five-star. This is the show that gets me through Mondays. Love all the banter and off-subject talk. Keep up the great work, so... Nice. Yeah, we, that guy loves the off subject talk. Yeah, he loves the off subject talk. And doesn't say anything against my voice either. No. So no. I, I'm going to take it. I think it would have been thing. at least a, a four star if he didn't like your voice. Is it Jake? Is it not soothing when I'm yelling and screaming?
2: It's a little soothing. <laughs> I, I have a recording that I put on
3: before I go to sleep each night of me flipping of, out. You flipping out? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like listening to the sounds of nature and and like whales communicating. Yeah. No, it's just it's just me flipping out. Yeah, ambient Brian flipping <laughs> out. <laughs> you miss it, yeah. These guys, they're gonna miss it. They're yep. gonna those other two guys are gonna miss it when it's gone. They right? won't
2: even know for. A while. They'll be like right. something is just wrong. Th- every day I wake up
3: and something's wrong do you think they'll come back for like a movie review I've no- that's what I've noticed yeah that's what that's what like. people will say like they, they've sworn off the show Jake yeah. they're done uh, but what do they think about
2: whatever the fuck boom exactly Doctor, what do they think about Doctor Strange and then they're
3: back Yeah. then they're back and then yeah. they're like oh we'll listen to a few more episodes yep, oh yeah uh-huh. these guys are terrible yeah <laughs> these guys are dicks and I can't stand that guy's voice <laughs> oh man they just become reoccurring characters on our version of Seinfeld yes. is what they are background uh-huh. very background characters I like it. I yeah, like it. some of them. Some of them become huge characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like We're TJ Lamb. TJ Lamb. We've had Melvin. Yeah, and you're Melvin. Yeah. TFS seven hundred six. TFS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I I wanna You know what? I'm going to save this one for. Uh, I'm going to save this last one for like when we get Frank back. Okay. All right. Sounds but yeah, good. Those were three of them. So thanks a lot, everybody. Appreciate those one stars and two stars. Really lets us know what we're doing wrong and what we aren't going to change. So thank you. <laughs> but you're not going to stop speaking? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Hey, hey, we did have the off-mic producer crack from TFS 706, so yeah. you never know. Yes. That might become a reality one day. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. We are going to be jumping into the Rogue One trailer uh let me make sure yes i'm still recording fantastic that's always a good thing we're gonna be jumping into the rogue one trailer but you know what we rate i'm gonna rate it we're gonna rate these oh yeah trailers. for sure so uh if this is your first time listening to pop culture leftovers uh here is a soothing voice as opposed to mine <laughs> that will explain our rating system
0: The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party.
3: All right, let's see here. Uh, You know what? Um... We're gonna break it down, but before we break it down, I, I just I, I I want to read a quote here uh, from Felicity Jones. She plays Jenner so in the film, mm-hmm. uh, and she's talking about the recent reshoots on Rogue One. I feel like we need to talk about a little bit about these reshoots. <laughs> yeah, reshoot Pe- talk. People are worried about this, Jake. The reshoots, man. man people
2: always are going to be now with yeah. with some of the stuff we've seen in previous movies, right? Like the Suicide Squad fiasco yes. <laughs> has people yes. on edge whenever they hear the word reshoot now, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she goes on to say, this is Felicity Jones, obviously when you come to the edit, you you see the film come together and you think, actually, we could do this better. And this would make more sense if we did this. I've done it so many times. I mean, you wouldn't just give your first draft on this story, would you? So she's basically saying, like, once they see this whole thing come together Mm – You know, they realize that, you know, oh, we can put this here. We can take that out. Mm -hmm. We can put that there, and it makes a more cohesive story. And it can also sometimes help with the pacing of the actual movie itself.
2: Yeah, and and I buy that 100%. Like Now, when I say that, I'm not saying I buy that that's why they do reshoots every time, but I buy that as a, like, creditable reason why they wouldn't do reshoots. Right. You just don't know how everything's gonna look until you put it all together in order and then right. watch a rough cut of a movie. Right. And then you're like, there's the scene that's missing. Yeah. Or there's the scene that's too much. Yeah. And you kinda get a better feel
3: for it. Right. You, storyboards can't tell you pacing. True. Exactly. So when you finally watch it, I yeah. mean you have to have like some people sit down and watch this thing. You know, like have you ever watched um it's George Lucas after after they finally finished the phantom menace mm-hmm. and he's watching it and he's just like oh my god this is like a lot this is too much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah i've seen all that on the yeah. I was on the dvd and everything yeah. Yeah, yeah that was crazy yeah so that's kind of stuff that you kind of want to want to avoid and i'm not saying like all of the phantom menace is a complete you know clusterfuck mm-hmm. but uh i'm just all i'm saying is that uh you know, I, I think that with these reshoots, mm-hmm. it was more so just kind of like, uh, polishing it up a little bit. Agreed. I don't think they were trying to like
2: change 50% of the movie all right. of a sudden. Right, exactly. I, I think they were just adding, adding fun beats, adding mm-hmm. the beats, you know? Right. A little comedy beat here. You know, a little just character beat there. Yeah. Just fleshing stuff out. Right.
3: All right. So um not worried about that at all. Uh, we are going to move into the actual breakdown of the trailer. Um, the trailer. This is the final trailer. No more trailers coming out after this. I'm, yeah. Or TV spots out the wazoo. That, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, we're yeah. we're going to get more footage with the TV spots. But as far as official trailers, this is it. Uh, the trailer opens with a look at a ringed planet uh with an imperial an imperial shuttle coming in to land on the planet. You see a mountain off in the distance, which uh later on in the trailer it looks like um, Galen and Jin Erso uh live at the base of this mountain. Okay. It looks like it's the exact same mountain. We can assume that this is Jin's home planet, but we don't know. I mean, for all we know, Galen could be on the run. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is just where they're stashed out now. This is where they are. It's kind of like their little farm or wherever they're living. Yeah. Uh, we then see, uh, like, you know, their, their home where Galen is waiting for the arrival of the team of death troopers, uh, who are part of the Imperial Intelligence Division. Under Director Krennic, played by Ben Mendelsohn, he's a high commanding officer in the Advanced Weapons Research Division. So, Jake, my question for you is, number one, I guess we can kind of assume that this is a flashback scene, of course. Yes. uh, We see young Jen. We see young Jen. So this is a flashback scene. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not, maybe I'm jumping ahead. But that's fine. We see Jenner so later in the trailer mm-hmm. waking up, and it looks like she's startled because of these scenes. Yes, are we assuming that she's having a nightmare? I am not. Is the flashback told through a dream,
2: or is it just told through the narrative? Is right. The question. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I, th- I I bet they connect the flashback to the story somehow. The. F- Like some, like it it won't just be, we're seeing it and the character, like, I bet Jen will be aware that these memories are being, you know, there's a lot of
3: these scenes though that happen. My, why I'm saying this is that there are scenes of them in the past Mm -hmm. that Jen is not there. She's not hiding in the bushes and not watching. So she would not be able to have that in a nightmare sequence. Makes sense. Do you think, is this going to be one long sequence or is it going to be intermittent throughout the movie? Um It would not make sense to me for her to have like a nightmare sequence at the beginning and then like later on, then they just have like a regular sequence of like what happened. It yeah. would just make sense to me that we see this. Maybe she just, I don't know why she wakes up. Maybe she feels... Something or I or hears a noise or there's she hears that explosion. I mean, there's yeah, a lot they can
2: cut this any any which way. That's she, what I'm thinking. Yeah, so that's a good point. Huh, it's
3: interesting. Yeah, um, because when she does wake up, she is in that room in that prison we're going to talk about all this but Mm -hmm. i'm just throwing it out now and we do know that they break her out and there's some explosions involved there so yeah i don't know i'm just i'm spitballing and
2: speculating good casting on the uh child actress playing jen i mean it was instantly recognizable (laughs) yeah who she who she was whether or Mm -hmm. not she has acting shops i don't know sure but as far as the look goes like i knew what i was seeing right away she
3: could easily be a young ray too to (laughs) be quite honest with you they're so similar the way her and felicity jones look yeah you know felicity jones has darker hair and and things like that but they look pretty similar yeah i could i could so. see that all right let's see do okay this scene we're talking about this scene we're talking about the death troopers they're showing up uh with D- director Krenick. Mm-hmm. um do you think that galen knew that these guys were coming for him uh I,
2: I i think he knew he was a wanted man but i think he was a little bit taken by how fast they
3: showed up okay I want to point out, yeah. when they show Galen from the front finally, because we see him from the back, he's watching them as they arrive on shore. Mm. They finally show him. He is wet and covered in mud. Mm-hmm. He's wet, he's covered in mud. It's not like his face, it, you know, he's not painted in mud. Yes. He's got mud on him and he's wet. I'm thinking, is he trying to hide Jen somewhere? Or is he trying to hide with her and realizes, okay, both of us can't hide. They're going to get one of us. They're going to – you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So I'm thinking like is he trying to hide Jen? What's going on?
2: Um, Something we, definitely happened with yeah. his appearance, with the way he looks there. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. That is a great point. Hmm, I bet he is trying to um, hide Jen. That I would think make a lot is. of sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, do you think him and Krennic have a past history? I mean, watching Yes. It, yeah. I mean the way they look at each other, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I so was he so are is it confirmed that he was part of the Empire at one time? I think I've heard that. I, I've heard it too. I, I
2: cannot say that it was confirmed. I don't want to get called out on we were,
3: were him and Krennic both scientists and like, you know, imperial trade school
2: yeah and and he, you know he didn't want to choose the dark
3: side or right. he didn't
2: like the way that it was going and right. the stuff that they were doing so he got out yeah but then they obviously need him back because of the knowledge and the smarts that he has yeah
3: credit can only take him krennic can only take him so far and his scientists can only take him so far in order to complete the weapon um do we need to pause are you okay yeah
2: pause for a second okay okay
3: Time out. Time in. All right, we are back, Jake. How are you
2: feeling? I'm good. I'm good. All still, right. still recovering from that cold I had last week. Yeah, getting better, but not a
3: hundred yet. Yeah. Um, so we both agree that you know Krennic and Galen probably have a history together. Definitely. How would he know that? That that. How would Krennic know that he's on this planet? Though, I mean, is that is is. I guess we won't find out until the film.
2: Yeah. I mean, they, they were probably just keeping tabs on him, knowing that they would need his expertise at some point. They probably yeah. just were always had, had someone keeping tabs on him. Yeah. Hired some bounty hunter type character to just keep
3: tabs on him. I don't know. I, mean, I like, is is does Jin do something as a child, turn on some device and they're able to track them and, and now she blames herself and that's why she rebels or something? You know, I'm just, mm. I'm speculating. Yeah, that's that's
2: interesting. I, I, maybe she just rebels because of what they've done to her father, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just as simple as that.
3: Yeah. Um, we don't know what her relationship is with her. Well, she hasn't had a relationship with her father mm-hmm. since they took him. But um, I, what I found interesting is there was uh, no – no Jenner, so, no, no, her mother was not in this trailer at ah, all.
2: That is interesting. And no
3: mention of her mother. Her mother's, for all we know, she's not on that planet. I mean, nothing about her mother. And we know that her mother makes an appearance in the film because they cast the actress.
2: Yeah, that is, that is very interesting. Maybe in one of the, the young, maybe in one of the flashbacks we see her, but definitely not at this scene when he's being taken right. by Krennick. Yeah, yeah so
3: um we uh let's see here still in the flashback we see the scene uh, of uh galen talking to krennic about him being needed to help with the making uh with making the death star a reality uh galen or so like i said it looks like he's covered in the, the water and mud maybe he was trying to hide jen hide both of them it just didn't work out for one reason or another um in the flashbacks krennic looks younger uh, you can also tell that he 's not as decorated of an officer as yeah. he is in when we see him all in white in the previous trailers yes he 's yes. got more like badges and pins, and in this one he does not um, Do you think they killed the mom right here in this scene and that 's why he 's all muddy and wet and stuff that some kind of scuffle happened he He looks calm, yeah calmer you know mm-hmm. and i don 't know, but you never i don 't know hmm. I have no clue. So yeah, just throwing that out there. Maybe he's like I don't know, mud wrestling. Yeah, might yeah. have been mud wrestling when they showed up. Uh, I could be.
2: Yeah, with some new Star Wars beast. Yeah, something <laughs> I
3: don't know, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, UrsO tells his daughter. Um, uh, Galen tells his daughter, excuse me, Jin, that he's doing this to protect her. Uh, we also see her later hiding in the bushes. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming that she's watching this with the death troopers and Krennic talk to Galen and she's hiding in the bushes. Yeah. Seeing her dad, you taken away and it's not that he's recruited really. I, I think he was taken by them forcefully. I mean, when Krennic sh- shows up with six death troopers, yeah. he's leaving with,
2: they may have pretended that Galen had a choice,
3: but he did not. Right. So I agree. Um, also I find this very interesting. Uh, but I'm going to ask you this question. Do mm. you think that the, do you think that uh, Krennic and the Empire know that he has a daughter? Oh, wow, that's a good
2: question. I gotta assume they do. I mean, if they know enough to be able to go pick him up
3: and find him, they have mm-hmm. to know at least that much about him. There was a picture that was released a few weeks ago online of a Death Trooper holding a Stormtrooper doll. Mm. I'm guessing that this is one of uh, Jin Urso as a child. This is one of her dolls. They probably go through their home and one of the death troopers comes out yeah. holding a stormtrooper doll and questioning him about it and blah blah blah. So they I firmly believe that they know that he has a daughter. Yeah, that that would make sense. And he's me. maybe saying that, you know maybe he's saying she's he she's off with her mother. Yeah, or, It's or, her weekend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a broken <laughs> home. Yeah. So um Let's see here. So in, uh, let's see here. We see Jin. This is when she wakes up mm-hmm. and everybody's like, ah, oh, that was her flashback nightmare or whatever. Yes, but yes. I don't know if I'm buying that. Uh, we see Jin in an imperial prison and we know this because we see a trooper that's stationed outside of her prison. Um, making star wars dot net added. Uh, Jin sits in a prison cell with one of the elephant-looking dudes added to the special edition of A New Hope. Yes, I noticed that, too. Yeah. It's funny. So, um, but I've, I'm also reading on some other sites, people are saying that it's Ponda Baba from the cantina scene in oh, A New Hope. Wow. Yeah. That'd be interesting, kind of like, is an Easter egg to tie that in. Yeah, that's scumbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See him with both his arms again. Yeah. I also wanted to let people know that uh, last night I, I called... Um, Steel Wars podcast, which is part of the Making Star Wars podcast network. Mm-hmm. And I got to talk to uh, Steel and Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net. That's awesome. On uh, the Steel live show. So, uh, yeah, we got to talk for maybe. You know, five, six, seven minutes or something like that. So, very cool. A lot of fun. Those guys are great. And what they're doing over there is fantastic. So, that podcast will be available this week? I'm hoping so. Yeah. It was not up today, but it was a Steel's live show. I think it's on a completely different feed than Steel Wars. Mm. So, um, but yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be listen I was nervous. Oh, I bet. I bet. You know, it's like I get on this thing and it's like I'm all good, but oh, man, yeah. I get on somebody else's podcast and guys that I listen to like every week.
2: I've talked to some of my podcasting idols yeah. too, so I know exactly how it feels. It's so nervous. Yeah. So you kind of relate with how sometimes the army treats us <laughs> yeah. when, when we're talking to our idols. I, that's
3: exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. And I wouldn't consider me an idol for anybody in the army. So just, <laughs> oh, I no. beg to differ. I'm a high tasted apparently. So <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see here um we get a shot of the planet of Jeddah. Which, uh, we all know is the holy land for the Jedi and what looks to be the home of Chirrut Imwe, played by Donnie Yen Mm -hmm. and his buddy Baze Malbus. I love the contrast between these guys. It looks like Donnie Yen is all like a fucking like Buddhist monk and Mm -hmm. he's all about, you know, the force and peace and light. He's probably, he might even be a member of the Church of the Force. And then you've got Baze Malbus (laughs) who, who seems like this grizzled, you know, war vet who uses all these guns. And you got got Donnie Yen who uses, like, a a staff, like a Donatello bow staff. (laughs) We we do see Donnie Yen use a gun at some point. Later on. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, But, yeah, I agree. They have a great chemistry with the two, just visually. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I think these characters are going to be two of my faves. Uh, There's a shot that pans up over Jetta. And it's part of a huge star destroyer. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you hear the voiceover by uh, Jin or so. You want to get out of here? She can barely. This is oh no! You hear a rebel say that to Jin, and I. I'm sorry. Let me apologize. It was not Jin or so that said that. You hear a rebel saying this to Jen as she's handcuffed sitting down in the cell. He says, you want to get out of here mm-hmm. and she can barely hear him. And you can hear her ears ringing in the trailer after the explosion. I thought that was a very cool touch. That was cool. Like the, the sound effect work was yeah. really awesome. That was not the guy that broke her out. That was, that was just a rebel. That was, it, some people are saying it was Cassian Andor. It did not look like, it Andor. did not look like Andor. Yeah. I've no, and I haven't, Seen him with that hat on. It I mean, just looked like a rebel. Yeah, I could be wrong, but it just, yeah, it just looked like a guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's just a rebel. I, I do, I, I know that Cassian Andor recruits rebels, mm-hmm. but I also remember hearing that he did not necessarily recruit Jin, but that doesn't mean that he can't be involved in actually breaking her out of this Imperial cell. I agree. But I don't think this is him. He might be part of that team, but I don't think this is him. So the rebels probably know. Um, Jin's connection with her father, Galen Erso, who was taken in by the Empire to help build the superweapon, the Death Star. Uh, my question to you is, how did they find out about her? Did the Rebels intercept the transmission that Jin was being held by the Empire? Mm. And is the Empire there the Star Destroyer? Are they there to intercept her because they know that the rebels are planning this or are they just get there to get her in general? I, I can see like, I think, yeah, I
2: think they are there to get her. I think the Mon Mothma scene support that, where she seems very keen that um, Jen knows things that they need to know. Yeah. So I think it definitely was a rescue mission for Jen.
3: Yeah. Oh, I I agree. I agree with that. Did they like intercept the transmission? Is that like how they found out about this?
2: Yeah, either either that or they were they were trying to figure out where she was. Mm-hmm. They knew of her existence and what, were trying to find out where the Empire was keeping her. Right. Right. So
3: I can see like them getting like a hearing a transmission or like even like the like the Empire, like uh, you know, saying, We got the girl. We found the girl mm-hmm. and then the Star Destroyer is coming to show up and it's like, you know, Krenick's starship. Yeah. Star Destroyer, you know. Um then we get an awesome overhead shot and we're looking down over the planet of Jeddah, the surface, the desert surface. We see a Ewing, we see the Ewing shadow in the, in the desert. And then we get this statue, this, this huge Jedi statue that's been toppled over and covered in sand. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so I think that has a lot of symbolism. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's showing that, uh, you know, it, it means that the Jedi rule of the galaxy as, you know, um, you know, uh, what, what do they call themselves? Like, like, the old republic, old republic. It, it's basically, it's, it's them trying to wipe it out of existence and, and, and put it into legend. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But also, I can see what the destruction of Jedi would mean because of its importance to the Jedi.
2: Oh, yeah, it's like dropping bombs on, like, Jerusalem. Yeah, like, let's just wipe this holy land out of existence. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it. it the symbolism it goes without saying, I think. Right.
3: Uh, in a voiceover, Mon Mothma explains that the rebellion is all that there is to push back against the Empire. All right, the trailer then takes us back to Yavin 4. Where the rebellion is based, mm-hmm. and where we see Jin walking in handcuffs, like we saw her in handcuffs in the last trailer. Jin says, "I think he might be able to help us." Talking about her father, um, maybe he's the one that can tell them about the weakness in the Death Star. Oh yeah, because I guess they got to figure that out
2: somehow. Mm-hmm. That, that big hole in the bottom of it. And that's, that's where you want to drop your bombs.
3: Right. <laughs> Cassian then asked Jen, when was the last time you were in contact with your father? So according to the first Rogue One trailer, Jen has been on her own since 15. hmm So she hasn't heard from her dad. Um, what is this, she asks. So she has no idea what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. No clue. Yeah, it seems that way. Mon Mothma Mothma then states that uh, Galen Erso is quote critical to the development of a superweapon. They cut to two shots of a much older Galen Erso now, and director Krennic, who does not look very happy. He looks very fucking pissed. Yes, Um, I'm guessing he's. (sighs) Well, I'll get to another scene later, and I'll I'll kind of let you know why i think he's pissed there's uh, we get an awesome shot of the death star it's orbiting what is probably scarif where it was constructed yeah that's one of the best shots of the trailer um yeah it's an amazing shot if my uh, we hear Jin uh tells cassian Andor, if my father built this thing we need to find him mm-hmm. so it looks like the rebellion is going to try to use Jin, so to get the information they need about the death star Um, we also get some scenes that might also be flashbacks to when Galen was about, uh, was, a was a board, was a board. fuck. There's a scene where Galen Erso is boarding the Death Star wearing a scientist uniform and he meets up with Krennic and the Death Troopers. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, it took me forever to get that fucking sentence out. No, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, this looks. This also looks like a flashback scene because he looks younger. It looks like he's stepping on board the Death Star for the first time. Yeah, and they're probably going to say, you know, this is we're going to have you work on this project. Yeah, you know, we we want this thing to have a really good laser. Yeah, exactly. Um, We get an amazing shot. Um, Yeah, I already talked about the shot of the fucking Death Star over Scarif. Jesus. All right, how many do we need? Baze Malbus asks. So he's talking about how many guys they need to rescue Galen or so. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get a shot of at Ch- Chir- Imway, played by Donnie Yen, smiling. Um, I, I think I think I'm gonna love Baze Malbus, man. Yeah. He just seems awesome. I'm gonna hate to see this guy die, Jake.
2: Yeah, yeah. He does seem like a really cool character, yeah. real different kind of character in the Star Wars universe than we've seen before.
3: I wonder if this scene, when I saw it, it, he goes, all right, how many do we need? Mm -hmm. And then Jared smiles, and it made me think to myself, like, okay... Is this just Bayes? Is this just Bayes? Is Bayes just the kind of guy that's like, he listens and he cares and he's like, right, let's, how do we, or has this guy been a hard ass to gin this entire time? Yeah, is there too many people for his liking there? And like, he's, he's kind of like, you know, not really like this girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, she tells him this story or, or whatever. He's seen her do some spectacular things and now he's starting to warm up to her and that's why Donnie Yen smiles afterwards. Like he, mm-hmm. Donnie Yen's kind of like this peace, peaceful character and he's, He's really liked this girl so far. and yeah. Now he's happy to see his friend kind of finally. It's you the know. I told you so smirk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying – maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah, and it's hard to
2: say how close those two things are edited together in yeah. final product. True.
3: So. Uh, let's see. And I honestly – I don't know about you, but me personally and I'm just speculating. I, I think that Mon Mothma just intended them – intended for them to get maybe the plans. Mm-hmm for the Death Star.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think she could... She, I mean, obviously, it'd be nice if they could get her father, too, but that's, that's not the number one priority. That's what.
3: I, that's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. Is I, but I think, like, that's when... So that's why the Rebels are having this discussion. Like, Bayes Malbus is like, how many do we need? Mm-hmm. And she's talking about freeing her father. That's, like, her mission. So she's, like, got her mission within the mission. Yes. So that's kind of, like, what I'm getting out of it. Um, we then see... Um, the Rebel Ewing getting ready to leave as uh, the general of the Rebels watches it. Uh, K2SO, played by Alan Tudyk, tells them that someone is requesting a call sign. Rogue, Riz Ahmed's Bodhi Rook says. Rogue One. So we found out there that Rogue One is not the name of the mission. Mm-hmm. It's the, the name of the crew and its ship. Yeah. That was a cool little reveal. Yeah. Uh, we see Darth Vader's reflection on a Death Star readout. hmm um, we then see Director Krennic talking to Vader, who we see the back of his helmet in the shot. We see Vader's, the back of Vader's helmet, and he says, uh, Krennic says to Vader, the power that we are dealing with here is immeasurable. He actually says, the power yeah. that we are dealing with here is immeasurable. <laughs> so um, I thought that was a cool scene. We already know that Vader is not impressed with the power of the Death Star. Yeah, he's about to tell him about power. Yeah, he's not impressed with the power of the Death Star compared to the power of the Force, so I'm left wondering how Vader is going to react to him saying this.
2: Yeah, I don't think very well. Yeah. So I yeah. can could, could see that. Someone's uh, getting forced.
3: But is Krennic above Vader at this point? I'm thinking yes. Yes, I agree. So it'll be interesting to... He'll hold back, but yeah. it'll still
2: be snide.
3: Yeah. Towards the end of the trailer, I don't know if he's holding back in that scene. No, so, no. Um, we see an overhead shot of Jeddah on a view screen, probably from the Star, star Destroyer that's above it. Uh, and this looks like the same room where Grand Moff Tarkin ordered the destruction of Alderaan in A New Hope. It does. Uh, given the planet's significance when it comes to Jedi, it makes sense that the Empire would want to destroy Jedha. Um, we also see a guy walking into that same room. We see him from the back, and people are saying that this could be a young Grand Moff Tarkin.
2: Yeah, I could see it. I, you, you were pointing that out to me before we started the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely could see it. Like, he does have the silhouette that yeah. he could be Tarkin.
3: Yeah. Um, and we've heard the rumor of Tarkin, Tarkin, mm-hmm. Tarkin, Tarkin yeah. this entire throughout filming. If it, you're going to have
2: Tarkin, too, this is the movie that you'd have him in. Yeah. Like, you, you're not going to have a Tarkin guest appearance in the Yoda solo So Yeah, film. but the
3: thing is, I mean, when, when you bring Tarkin back, I mean, you're also... you. you, you if you're Disney, you're going to want to cross all your, you know, dot all your I's and cross all your T's. Yes. This guy, the actor that played Grand Moff Tarkin, if you're going to do the – if you're going to try to recreate this character in his likeness to make it look just like him, mm-hmm. um, I think they – from the looks of it, it looks like they just cast an actor. But if they're going to use like – if they are going to try to CGI a full – re. <laughs> If they're going to try to CGI the actor that played this guy yeah. and bring him back from the dead, mm-hmm. they've got to get permission, I would think, from the families to use his likeness.
2: Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. You, can't, it, you can't just go casting dead people in all your movies. With then, you're getting,
3: then you're getting sued. Yeah, yeah. So And we don't know if this actor, if it was his wishes that he would want anything like this done. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard saying. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out. It may not even be Tarkin, but like on the flip side, like if it is Tarkin, and they don't cast an actor just to play him. Yeah, and you know, th- of course, they've got a body double. They've got they've oh, body, definitely. They've got a body double. But if they reconstruct the face and do CGI to it, there's a lot that goes into that. So I, I'm interested to see if we see that when we see that actor turn around, what we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think we're going to see it.
3: Yeah, uh, really. How how
2: well it's going to look is another question. Yeah, but we're going to see an attempt
3: at it. Uh, we're back on Yavin Four. A rebel asks. If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? She's talking about the Death Star. Classic Star Wars question. Uh, this, <laughs> She's saying this as they're looking at a hologram of the Death Star, probably trying to figure out a way to stop it, and they can't. They need the plans or they need Galen Erso to find its weakness. Um, you can also, at one time in this scene, if you look to the far left, there's a cool shot of a moncal. It's not Akbar, mm. but there is a moncal in that shot. I don't think it's Akbar. Okay. Uh, the color looks different on this moncal. Mm. It's like a blue moncal. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it, it, for all we know, it could be a young Akbar. I have no clue. That would be maybe they changed <laughs> skin color as they well, grow older. Maybe it just looked that way to me when I looked in the trailer. Lighting. So, yeah. Uh, there's a shot of stormtroopers on Jeddah fighting alongside an ATST mm-hmm. as they are shooting at rebels, and we see some explosions in the town. We see that Jin and Cassian are part of this battle. Uh, we get a shot of Saw Gerrera, played by Forest Whitaker, walking towards Jin or so. Yeah, we finally see his robotic leg. Yeah, they really zoom in on that fucker this time. Yeah, they do. He's got longer hair in this scene as opposed to other trailers. Uh, we find out that he shaves his head before the final battle. Oh, okay. Um, Jin Erso says we have hope to a group of rebels followed by rebellions are built on hope Uh, then we get a shot of Scarif and what looks like an imperial facility on Scarif that was a cool shot Mm -hmm. that was an awesome shot then we get uh, Jin Erso saying they have no idea we're coming they are now disguised as an imperial forces on the planet of Scarif and these lions line up with the shots that entertainment weekly had released also lines up with the first trailer at the very end. Yeah. When we see Jenner. So, you know, wearing the Imperial outfit when the tie fighter approaches right. her, uh, what's awesome is K2SO has no problems at all blending in whatsoever. Oh yeah. With yeah. him being an Imperial droid. <laughs> uh, we had the shot of Jin wearing the Imperial outfit. Uh, like I said, at the end of the first trailer, we see her now with the helmet on, Mm-hmm. Also, the toy lines reveal that she is wearing an Imperial ground crew uniform with a possible retractable, retractable visor. <laughs> so I've seen it with the visor on. Yeah. And then in the trailer, she's got the visor up and you see her eyes. Okay. Maybe so, it's just a
2: toy that has the, the visor that goes up and down.
3: Huh? I'm guessing in the movie it can go up and down okay. I, in the toy. I think I've seen the toy yeah. on the shelves and yeah. you, it, the visor's down. Okay. Um, Bays and cheer at Mway watch as the rebellion takes off from, when, from what they are saying is the planet of Iadu. I think it was, it was makingstarwars.net believes that it's the planet of Iadu. In the trailer, we see a lot of, um, you see a lot of like the, the jungle and tree planet, which is, uh, yes. uh, Scarif. But the dark planet mm-hmm. in all the trailers, uh, the one with the mountain, and we'll see that later. Yes. Mountain, we see an X-Wing crash into it and everything. That, they believe, is the planet of Iadu. Um, it's also been confirmed to actually be a planet. In mm-hmm. the film from the toy line. Okay. Because there's a, uh, you know, like on, uh, Force yeah. Awakens, they had, you know, Finn Jakku and, you know, yeah, Finn yeah. Starkiller. Well, there was a Cassian Andor on Yadu. Okay. So, Baze Malvis, uh, takes out some Imperial troopers in front of a crashed X Wing as Cheered says, take hold of this moment, the Force is strong. Yeah, that was a cool part. Uh, we get an on-screen look at a character known as Two-Tubes, uh, who was first revealed at San Diego Comic-Con and is an ally of the Rebellion who works directly with Saw Gerrera. So we get a real quick shot of Two-Tubes. Um, two-tubes what, a, what a name. Two-Tubes, they showed him in San Diego Comic-Con. Uh-huh. He was on the showroom floor. He It was basically like a uh, stand-up. like Not a stand-up. It was actually like a... Um, one of those big, huge figures, okay, like a life-size figure yeah. statue that they made for. The, and he was on the San Diego Comic Con showroom floor, and um, he he looks amazing. He's got he has a mask on. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's got two tubes, which we can assume. Is, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Some sort of like breathing apparatus. He's also got this huge rifle. That I can't wait to see in action. Mm. So he's got like that chest piece here with like the buttons on it, like a blue button and all this shit. Yeah. And so, uh, we see cheered Emway fighting stormtroopers and then Baze comes in and blasts the rest of them. That is a fucking cool scene. Yeah, I loved is. how that worked out. It's just like, you know, Donnie N's knocking out a few guys and then Baze comes in there and just blasts the rest of them. <laughs> I loved it. Clean up. Cassian says to Jin, make 10 men feel like a 100. So, Jake, what is she talking about here? Uh, what is Cassian talking about here? Uh, Diego Luna's character Cassian says there, make 10, f- ten men feel like a 100. Is he trying to say, be the leader I know you can be, give them a speech that'll get them pumped up? Or is he saying, you know, like the force... The Force can make 10 uh, can make ten men feel like 100.
2: I think he's saying the former, and I think a lot of the s- clips we've seen kind of support that, mm-hmm. that she's going to deliver this kind of rousing speech to these guys before they go do mm-hmm. their, their final mission.
3: Yeah, because she does say, um, you know, she's got that rebellions are built on hope. They have no idea we're coming. And then she also says, you know, the Force is with us and, yeah, yeah. and all that shit. So, And then we see Donnie and Smile when mm-hmm. they're in the – in that uh, in their ship. Yeah, I think he's trying to pump her up to yeah. get her to be able to give everyone else morale. Yeah. Uh, we get a shot of a night raid as a squadron of uh, X-Wings and Y-Wing fighters are kicking some ass. Yeah, that part looks awesome. That looks... Am- oh, God, it looks so good. Like, the the, the battles. I love X-Wing battles.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be amazing. We see Cassian on Iadu. He's holding a gun, and he's walking away. And in the distance, you see a uh, an X-Wing crash into the side of a mountain. Yeah. Uh, we're back on Scarif, and then at Imway has this cool, expanding crossbow weapon that blasts really quick. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. We see Bodhi Rook in action. Uh, then the next scene, uh, he looks like he might be trying to steal something.
2: Yeah, that was a confusing shot. Yeah. I don't really get what's going on there.
3: MakingStarWars.net said uh, in this next scene, X-Wings attack a space installation of some kind. Perhaps this is how they make it onto the guarded planet. Notice that the X-wing pilot has the same helmet Porkins will wear in A New Hope. Oh wow! Yeah,
2: That's, what's the significance there? You think? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> wow, we're gonna we're we gonna get a Porkin sighting in Rogue One.
3: Uh, X-wing, uh, yeah, X-wing battle, uh, a huge explosion that hits the Imperial troopers, and it looks like it takes out a Death Trooper too. Yeah, it does. Uh, we get a shot of K-2SO flying the team off of Iadu. So we learned one more thing about K- uh, K-2SO is also a pilot.
2: Yes. Not surprising.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's confusing, though. It's because, like, I wonder, like, why are they on Iadu? Mm. Like, what's, what's the significance of Iadu?
2: Yeah, we know, we know what's up with Scarif. We know what, yeah, what's going on. We know what's up with Jeddah. Right. What the fuck's up with Yadu? And I,
3: when I talked to Jason last night, one of the things that I asked him, I said, Mm -hmm. are they on Scarif to mine the planet for its resources for Kyber crystals? For the Death Star? Yeah. And he says, no, he thinks that they're, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't believe so. He thinks that they're actually getting, uh what they need. They're res- they're building it there, but they're getting the resources from other planets. Mm, is that Yadu? Could that be one of
2: these planets? Yadu,
3: possibly. He mentioned um, you know, the planet from the Clone Wars, Ilum. Okay. Yeah, but uh who knows if they're going to introduce that into the into this into yeah. these films. So um let's see here. Um uh, uh, Bodhi Rook is looking at what we think is the destruction of Jeddah and some are saying Okay, yeah, this is Bodie Rookie's looking at it. It's that shot where, where they show Jeda the city, and you see that huge explosion. Yes, and I I'll also I also asked Jason about this last night because on his website he, he said the destruction of Jeda, which I agree with. Like mm-hmm. d- definitely, there's some destruction going on here. But I said I asked I asked him, is this a Death Star hitting? Is this the Death Star destroying Jeda? Because to me, it did not look like a Death Star blast the way. It yeah, looked li- it looked like the actual Star Destroyer.
2: I agree, and Could I don't it- think they're gonna they're gonna
3: go over the fact
2: that Alderaan was the first planet that the Death Star destroyed, right? I think they're gonna keep with that.
3: Yeah, like, that's in lock, right? That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Jason said he said he did say that, uh, and Steel actually Steel said that he that they may have tried to use it, yeah. but it didn't work. Oh. okay, yeah. that's funny, and, and maybe that's why we see a pissed off Krennic later on. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I, I think this explosion here is actually um, the Star Destroyer itself crashing in to Jeddah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think it's going to destroy this holy city. Um, but uh, yeah, Jason also said, yeah, this that very well could be a po- the possibility here. So um, there's a voiceover from Urso. Uh, we'll take the next chance and the next. You're rebels, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And then we get the shot of Vader walking towards Krennic, and he is walking fast. He's walking with a purpose. It's like a power strut. Yeah. Uh, are we going to see Krennic get, uh, get force choked here, Jake?
2: Oh, wow. We're, we're, I, I think we're going to definitely see Krennic die at the hands of Vader. I think that's why Krennic was created. Yeah. Vader can't kill Moff Tarkin. So I think Krennic's mm-hmm. the one that's got to go. Yeah. So if not force chokes, then something fucking equally delightful. Right.
3: We next shot we get is uh, I'm gonna I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We also get uh Galen Erso on his knees, in which looks like it's the same scene, but people are saying it could be different because <laughs> the floors might be different. Mm, okay. But if you look, I don't know. It, it could be the exact same scene. I'm yeah, not sure. Trailer tricks. It's hard right. saying. But um, it also could be a flashback hmm. explaining, you know, in, in which he's actually trying to explain why the Death Star project is taking so long to be completed. Credit could be pissed off. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like, uh, and maybe, maybe, maybe he's intentionally stalling finishing the project. Which would make sense. I need it, more
2: time. I need more time. If it's against his morals, that's what he would do. Yeah. So he would yeah. never have to do it. Yeah. He's trying to build an Iron Man suit so he can escape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's, I think you're onto it. And
3: the, the Marvel <laughs> Star Wars crossover Boom. begins. There we go. go. There we go. Uh, at the end of this movie, Thanos turns around. <laughs> yes. Looks at the screen. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he uses the reality gem. Yeah. That's not Moff Tarkin. It's Thanos. It's Thanos. Um, Let's see here. Maybe maybe uh maybe Krennic's pissed off because he found out that he was the one that sent them the trans- sent the Re- the rebels the transmission. Mm. I'm was, speculating. It was his fuck up. I'm spe- like he got busted. Yeah. They I can't could- kill him cuz they need him to finish the Death Star. But, you know, he he, he he sent out this transmission mm. to to the rebels or something,
2: you know? So he's the fucking reason all this shit happened in the first place, yeah, that yeah. all this chaos is going right, on. Right, right. I'm speculating. Yeah, I I'm, could see that. For some reason or another, Vader is pissed at Krennic. Yeah. So Krennic fucked up somehow. Right, right.
3: Uh, we get uh, awesome dialogue here from Forrest Whitaker, Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. Save the rebellion, save the dream, he yells. And I think that that's part of that speech that he was giving Jen, mm-hmm. from the first trailer, talking about, like, who will you become, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's part of that same speech. We get a shot of the Scarif battle. A U-Wing flies by the walkers here that are different from the ones on Hoth. They're AT-ATCs, All-Terrain Armored Transport Cargo. The one Baze shoots at in the previous trailer with the rocket launcher. Yes. Yeah, the one that, uh, that Tom West is thinking that flipped out he, about. He flipped out about. Jesus. So they're down, at Axe. <laughs> yeah, at Axe. Um, and then, uh, bay 's Ma- final scene is Bayes, Malbus, and Cheered Emway are almost crushed by a walker in the last scene. Yeah, I like that shot a lot. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I think, is that, is that, is that how Donnie Yen dies? <laughs> <laughs> He's crushed by an AT,
2: ATC? I think he, he survives the battle and then accidentally walks off a cliff.
3: <laughs> oh, like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, I think a bunch of, a bunch of the, a bunch of him and those other little blind monks, they walk off a cliff like a bunch of lemmings, right? Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, fuck, I didn't know. Now, not, yeah, so not all the not all the Force users were, like, wiped out of the existence by the Empire. They all just kind of, like, lemming their way out of
2: the universe. <laughs> yeah, one guy fucked it all over yeah, for everyone.
3: Chirrut and like, follow me, guys. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then there's, like, a, a pile of guys at the bottom of this canyon. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> People still go to that memorial.
3: <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like it's like the world war ii cemetery <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, exactly it's exactly how i pictured it uh, yeah, it's interesting um as much as as they've said that there's no jedi in this movie how often the mythology is still brought up like how much force talk we're still dealing with in yeah. this rogue one movie yeah so it's interesting
3: yeah as, as much as gareth edwards has said like the you know jedi aren't a part of this and i i, I firmly believe him and i mean it's but i think there's force users. Yeah. Exactly. And we've seen it in rebels now with the Bendu. Yeah. There are force wielders. They're not necessarily light or dark. They just have a Oh, well, we saw, I, I believe we saw it with possibly with Maz Kanata.
2: Yeah, yeah, just an affinity for the force yeah. and a feeling of it to be able to do some yeah. different stuff. Yeah,
3: and people have talked talked about other characters being like force charmed like Poe Dameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, and that could be the case. I mean, he had a forest tree living outside of his house. They planted his his mom and dad planted a forest tree outside of their house, the house that he grew up in. Jake, I wish my parents would have done that for planted me. Planted a forest tree? Yeah, yeah. Shit, fucking hey, dude. I didn't
2: even get an apple tree, let alone <laughs> a fucking forest tree. Your childhood sucked, dude. Yeah.
3: Wow, man. So it would have been nice. I uh, we had a cherry tree in the back, but you know what? I climbed it. True story. I climbed it when I was nine years old. Yeah. I fell. Uh, I fell down off the tree. Uh huh. My arm was behind me, and I snapped my arm. Oh my god! I broke my. I broke like the bone where <laughs> your bicep is. Yeah. Boom! Snapped it in half, and my head fell towards the base of the tree. Yeah. And the they said that the the EMTs or whatever the fuck that showed up. Yeah. They said that. If I would have if I would have been an inch or two closer to the base of the tree, it would have snapped my neck and I would have died. Wow. Yeah. But that freaked your nine year old ass out. Oh man, I just yeah. I guess I was just lucky to be alive. <laughs> so yeah, shit, man. If I would only. Some of our listeners are like, damn it. <laughs> I know they could have been damn scared. It. Fuck, man. In that timeline, there's no annoying voices. I, exactly. <laughs> They're like, man. In a, in an alternate fringe universe, the tree won. <laughs> yeah. And we won. Fuck you. All right. Hey, Jake, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. That's it. I mean, do you have any final thoughts? I Tupperware the trailer.
2: Yeah, I'm going to Tupperware it as well. I I thought it was really great. Um, Super exciting. I think I Tupperware this, but I I think the last trailer still got me a little bit more jacked.
3: I Tupperware this because I finally got more story. Like a lot of confirmation about things that I wanted to know. Yeah, You know, I got... All the stuff that I've been and you know, I've been listening to all the speculation about Galen Urso and all this stuff and like to finally see it on screen and see some story mm-hmm. I am so fucking excited.
2: Yeah, there's I'm so definitely excited. story here. I I'm super pumped for this. I, I love this. Rogue trailer. one. Oh my gosh. Two months
3: now, right? Yeah. Two months. Yeah. December 16th. So yeah, basically yeah. exactly two months. Yeah. I love this trailer. Cannot wait for this movie. This is going to be, it's, it, it's going to be a huge test for Disney.
2: I agree. I agree. This is the big test. If this movie is fucking goes crazy, then we'll see every spin off the side of the movie. We know it's making money.
3: Oh yeah. We know it's making good money.
2: Yeah. But will but, it,
3: but will it be received well?
2: Yeah. Will it be Avengers or will it be Batman versus yeah. Superman? Man. yeah and as far is, as money
3: this is gareth edwards this is a director that i have not had a lot of good experiences with no no i you, was not a huge fan of godzilla because of you i've never mm. even watched godzilla it, i i did not like it man a movie that gives you like you know six seven minutes of godzilla i was just kind of like out i think it was like 11 minutes oh, it's ridiculous yeah so
2: whatever yuck you should get at least a half an hour of godzilla in my opinion mm-hmm. that should be the bare minimum yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, God, uh, we barely got any Brian Cranston in that movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, I heard they killed him off like pretty quickly.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh we'll be right back uh with uh, a little bit more Star Wars news. I got some uh, Star Wars Episode 8 news. We'll be right back. Sweet. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, Jake. Yes, we're back. We're back. Episode 160.
2: Crazy. 40
3: more and we're on 200. And then we're done. And then we're done. We're doing that again. We're doing that again. (laughs) It is over after that. Only 40 more weeks. I know. Less than a year. Less than a year and we are done, man. (laughs) That'd be nice. Let's go up. Let's go out where we're. Sort of on top. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Star Wars Episode 8 news, Jake. Making Star Wars.net had an article titled The Finn Awakens where they have information on how Finn will play out in the next film after being knocked out by Kylo Ren. In the force awakens Here's what they had to say for the last several months. We have been hearing minor tidbits about star Wars episode eight. One of the most interesting tidbits pertains to Finn's first scene in the film. If you recall at the end of the force awakens, Finn sustains major injuries in his lightsaber battle with Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. When we saw, when we last saw him, he was receiving a friendly goodbye kiss from Ray as they parted ways. Yeah, it wasn't even conscious. Right. It was totally knocked out. Medical staff have now placed Finn in a bubble suit. To elaborate, we have it on good authority. It is called a BACTA suit. Oh, my cats are getting pissed <laughs> off. That was Mrs. Mac, if you heard her. She got picked up in the mic. She got pissed off at Hee Hee, who is crawling on the table, walking around Jake. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to know what's up with Finn. Yeah. What's going on with Finn? She's a big fan of Finn. <laughs> Big fan. Um, let's see here. So uh, to elaborate, we have it on good authority. It is called a back-to-suit to heal his injuries. There's apparently a sequence where Finn is cut or removed from the suit and is revealed to be in better condition than ever before. Shortly after this moment, Finn embarks on a journey that is sure to make him a big deal in the Resistance. Um, they actually showed um, they, they actually showed kind of like what the back-to-suit would look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of like white and bubbly, but they said it's actually clear in the movie. So it kind of looks like, uh, bubble wrap, I guess. That's weird. And they cut him out of this and yeah. he's like, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what he says. Wow. I'm finished. It's very punny. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. That's what you get when, uh, Ryan Johnson directs an episode. I, I was going to say, I'm starting to doubt this <laughs> Ryan Johnson guy now. <laughs> i don't know about all these puns i know and then he looks at ray and he goes you're our only ray of hope oh yeah wow wow the dialogue took a step back yeah and then they show poe dameron and he's actually holding up a new hope the blu-ray wow a new hope that's super meta super meta (laughs) this movie is it's weird It's almost like Spaceballs in a way. Wow, that's a whole new I don't know if I'm going to like this new Ryan Johnson direction. (laughs) I know, all these wacky gags that he throws in there. (laughs) All right, Jake, are you ready to move on into Good Pop, Bad Pop? Yeah. All right. It's time for more leftover reviews with Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things. I've already gone over the rating system. Uh, toss it, taste it, Tupperware. Jake, yes. what do you got for us this week?
2: Um, I didn't get going with much this week. Um, I did get the new uh, WWE 2K17 video game for the PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah? Um, got to play it for about two days, two hours one day, a couple hours the next day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this game a, uh, a taste it. Mm-hmm. I, I may like it more after I play it more, but I either – I really suck at video games, or this game is really hard to play. Because, really, yeah, like everything I do, they counter my move, hmm. and it's it's just gotten really frustrating. I, I need to go in and maybe tinker with the options. And I mean, there's no shame in playing a little bit of an easier mode until right. I get the controls down. Yeah. Um, I have it's not fun right now because you're not. Yeah, exactly. And I'm almost like, I gotta play that fucker again and get See, my ass kicked again. I
3: haven't played a wrestling game since uh this. PlayStation 2? Yeah. They had some wrestling game that I bought, and I had a blast with it. Yeah. I mean, it is super. Like, the graphics and the
2: presentation are a complete Tupperware. Yeah. Like, it looks fucking amazing. Um, it has the highest character count that any of these games has ever had. Wow. And, I mean, not only does it have all your current people. Can you play as Yokozuna? I'm pretty sure you can. Fucking A. It's got, like, all your classics, and, and you earn points as you play. and then you. What about be- Hogan? It does not have Hogan. Yeah, because
3: they, they wiped him from the database. Yeah,
2: he is slowly coming back, though. Yeah. They, they're slowly showing clips of him okay. and stuff again. I noticed that. Interesting. But at the time this game was being made, they were very anti-Hulk Hogan. Right. So, because he he had made some racist comments on someone's radio show i believe
3: no it was a phone call was it a phone call yeah that they had released and it was actually comments that were made not even recent these are like 10 years ago oh that's right that's right and i think he was talking to maybe one of his buddies that's the that was one of the nasty boys oh okay i'm not sure if it was him or not but he or, or 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 he was talking he might have been it was about his daughter and he may be talking to, like, one of the nasty boys, the one that's his friend that was on the Hogan show. Okay. I'm not, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, yeah,
2: the, the game is really cool, like, just the way it looks and everything. And I, I really want to get better at it and yeah. like it more. Um, it's got a really extensive creative <laughs> character mode, and I – played with that for about a half an hour nothing too serious but just trying to yeah. as quickly as
3: possible make a character so i could see what that's all about oh, i always, I always love that option on like the nba game yeah i'd always give my character like crazy colored hair and tattoos
2: and oh yeah there's there is a shit ton of options yeah. and you can really detail the face like as much as you want and everything yeah it is. It's fucking crazy. But as of now, the game's just a taste. It. I okay. mean, I'm gonna keep at it, and maybe I'll get a little bit better at it. What was it called know. again? Uh, WWE 2K17. That was for you, Thomas Kamitsky, you forgetful fuck. Yeah. And other than that, um, I I just very briefly wanted to touch on. I'm still keeping up on American Horror Story week to week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no spoilers. But this week was a huge episode, and it almost seems like this week wrapped up the storyline. Really? And, I mean, I don't even think we're halfway through the season yet. No. So I yeah. think whatever is the big twist of the season I think is happening next week. So do you think the intro could be different next week? Uh, possibly, or mm-hmm. maybe the week after once the twist is revealed. And they reveal the real title of the? Yeah. I mean, they're still, now they're referring to it as American Horror Story Roanoke. Yeah, that's what they, That's what it has been. Well, they had the My Roanoke Nightmare. Oh,
3: okay. thing. But yeah.
2: even the commercials are referring to it as American Horror Story Roanoke. So I was wondering if maybe that was just what was going on with yeah. it. But um, next week's going to be huge. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go from what happened this last episode because it everything seems very tied up. Right. So huh. it's like, are, are, is this where we're going to go into the documentary and like, see what those people do after filming the documentary Are you
3: worried that it's going to go to shit now?
2: Y- yes. Okay. Because
3: I mean, it re- like, are we getting to like, cause it could get really experimental now.
2: It, yeah. It's next week. It's just going to be crazy. Like, I just don't even know what the story is going to be.
3: I, I, I am going to watch this. Like I, I, I am just, I'm going to have to like, just sit down and binge these episodes. Like, and I've also like another program that you watch survivor. I mean, yeah. I, you know me, I always binge it
2: oh yeah oh, when yeah. i
3: record it i always binge it so i'm gonna binge ahs i'm gonna binge this that but there's certain shows that like i've been watching that i have to keep up week to week and unfortunately this has not been one of them
2: no and it's a good show to binge yes. watch too it's very enjoyable yeah. that way yeah so evan peters made his first appearance finally in oh this... i
3: didn't even know he's going to be in this season yeah okay. he,
2: he finally showed up and he's got a really interesting character yeah so excited to see him yeah so yeah i i can't wait till you get caught up and um Probably I probably won't bring this up every week but definitely I'll come back and let you know what happened with this big twist or what's going to happen. Do you
3: want to see Evan Peters show up in a Deadpool movie as Quicksilver?
2: Uh yeah. Well, be fun I think that'd be cool I, I do too I think those two they're <laughs> both very funny actors and mm-hmm. I
3: think Ryan Reynolds and Evan Peters would have great chemistry together I think it'd be great like a great even even as a team-up film I think it'd be fantastic it would never happen but I'm just saying like if they did it, I think it'd be great
2: I think so too I'd love to hear Deadpool making fun of Quicksilver yeah. I,
3: I think there'd be a lot of fun to be had there I think I think they need to I mean we got Marvel doing it with Robert Downey Jr. showing up in the Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. and I think like if you take the okay now that low Hogan is, you know, going to be finished, you know, Hugh Jackman's done with the universe, it yeah. sounds like, as Wolverine. Now, whether he comes back as Cable or whatever they're going to plan on doing, I doubt that now. Yeah. Um Looks like they're, they got their sights set on either Liam Neeson or Kyle Chandler or somebody else. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, like, I just think it would be cool for them to take two of their most popular characters and put them in the same movie together. just... Yeah, whatever. You're not ripping off. You're not ripping off fucking Marvel Studios. Agreed. Comic books do it all the time, Jake. Yeah, or at least let them just share a scene together yeah, somehow. right. Like, that'd be really cool. It'd be amazing. It'd be great. You know, especially like in the first movie, like where they made jokes about not being able to afford certain you know, X-Men show yeah, up. Yeah. Now Ryan Reynolds can get up fourth wall breaking and say, Oh, it looks like the first movie made some money and we can actually get some X-Men in this film. You mm-hmm. know?
2: Yeah. We can afford to do the tropey Quicksilver scene. Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you make great points.
2: Like Quicksilver didn't even show up that much in days of future past, but he was the takeaway favorite character. Right. So, you know, a little goes a long way. I yeah. mean Just to have a few, a few scenes with him. With yeah. Could, it would be great. be
3: great. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see here. Yeah know we're not in marvel news yet uh my good pop bad pop i just wanted to talk about uh, three of the cw shows that i did watch this week i wanted to talk about the return of supergirl that came on monday nice supergirl season two started things are the same but things are different i mean we're on a new network and we know that calista flockhart is going to be used in a limited capacity we got her um i'm excited to hear how superman went i loved this Superman Really? Loved him. That's awesome. Fun, charming. <laughs> yeah. Him and his interactions with Kara were the best. Wow. When those two are on the screen together, they are so fantastic. We got a Superman that is all about truth, and I love that because that's what Superman's about. He's about him and Lois together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Both of them are in journalism, and they're all about uncovering the truth. And here we have a Superman that's about truth, and I love this Representation of Superman. He mentions Lois in the episode. That was awesome. Him and Jimmy are friends, and the handshake was cool between those two. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, what else? I mean, uh, we got uh, him fighting alongside Supergirl, and then, you know, a, a jet was about to crash, and, like, you know, they save that. They save a building from toppling over using teamwork. You know, we That's see- super
2: cool. So is he yeah. going to be in every episode?
3: No, the first two that we know of. Okay. After that, he's going to take a break. Uh, there was a great line in this one. Uh, drones are attacking them in mm-hmm. the city. Superman takes them out with a laser blast. A, a father and a child almost got hurt by the drones, and they said, that's it. We're moving back to Gotham.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, because that's a safer city. But Gotham exists in the universe now, Jake. That's awesome. Gotham exists in this universe. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's ever going to have a part in anything.
2: Not shitty Gotham, the, the Fox TV show. <laughs>
3: Not that thing. God damn it. I was five episodes away from finishing Season 2, Yeah. And I'm like... Like, Jake, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm not even talking about it on the show. Like, uh, what's the fucking point of me watching it?
2: I believe we all may have Tupperware the pilot, really. Yeah, interesting. I, if not Tupperware, I, I know we were all pretty high on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
3: and no, I love I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you all day. I love Bullock. Yeah, Bullock was good, um, and I, I like. I started to like Alfred more and more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, the more time I spent with Gordon, the less I liked Gordon.
2: Yeah, I could see that. And I
3: the less I liked how they represented him. Um, sick! I was so sick of Jerome Joker, mm. and they're bringing him back. I was so sick of Fish Mooney, and they're bringing her, Bring back. her back. And I was so sick of Barbara Gordon. Oh, Barbara Gordon uh, representation was Barber, terrible. Barbara Keene. Oh, my apologies. Barbara Keene. I was so sick of her and of bringing her back. And uh, so it's was just like, you know, why, why subject myself to this shit anymore? Yeah. I, t- I tapped out, man. Maybe binge it a few years later. No. It's not even worth it. Yeah. It's, not, it's, like, it's like, you know, there's shows that I would love to watch now. I would love to watch Supernatural. Yeah. I hear Supernatural's great. But they're like 12 seasons in, Jake. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like 23 episode seasons. Like how the fuck am I supposed to sit down? How the fuck am I supposed to watch fucking 12 seasons? <laughs> yeah, like, like you have nothing else to watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> so know. I hear you. Right. So I don't know, man. It's tough. Uh, but uh, we are introduced uh, in Supergirl to Lena Luthor. Mm. Uh, this is uh, Lex Luthor's adopted sister. And uh, Lex Luthor turned on her. He turned on her, and now he's in jail, and uh, it, it, he was the only one in the family that accepted her. So it's kind of really fuck with her that he turned on her. We also saw her be ruthless in this episode and actually fucking shot and killed somebody. Wow. Uh, is, is she a good actress? Did yeah. They someone cool? Uh, yes. They got uh, the lead actress from the Merlin TV show. Oh, wow. Yes. I know exactly who that is. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Yes. Uh Let's see here. And then uh, Hank Henshaw and Superman have beef with one another. <laughs> Um, Hank Henshaw is a Martian Manhunter, John Johns, mm-hmm. and they have beef with one another. Um, basically, they found a huge supply of kryptonite, and Superman said, we need to destroy this. It can hurt kryptonians. And he said, well, I'm not using it to hurt you. I'm using it to hurt other kryptonians, which have been introduced in the universe in first season. Mm-hmm. So he kept it around. And so Superman is pissed off. At Martian Manhunter. I
2: think I'm team Martian Manhunter here. Mm. That shit might come in handy. You never know.
3: Uh, and uh, they moved the locations of the DEO, uh, and now Wynn works for the DEO. Mm. Uh, they don't know what the hell they're doing with Jimmy Olsen, though. And that's my biggest problem. The writers, you mean? The writers have no clue. First season, they introduced Jimmy Olsen <laughs> as a love interest. Now, She broke up with Jimmy in the first episode Mm. and said, you know, she just wants to work on being a superhero, has no time for a relationship. And so we're finding out in future episodes that Jimmy is now going to become a vigilante that Kara knows nothing about called The Guardian. Wow. She might know about The Guardian, but on the flip side – Kara does not know that Jimmy is the guardian, so he's hiding a secret from her even though Jimmy knows her secret identity. That's cool. That's cool that the audience knows. Yes, but it's not cool that they don't know what to do with Jimmy, so they just turn him into a fucking superhero. (laughs) He's a vigilante. He's a vigilante. That is not Jimmy Olsen. There are plenty of great Jimmy Olsen stories that they could pull from that they are not pulling from. And I agree with a lot of people on the internet that are saying that when the CW doesn't know what to do with a character, they just turn them into a superhero or a supervillain.
2: Yeah. And I think they got into trouble with casting on this one. Like, because the love interest didn't work, mm-hmm. you're stuck with the casting that you got. Right. And it's hard to do the other traditional Jimmy Olsen storylines. Yeah. With, with kind of a, a big, hunky male yeah. leading. they got Maycod
3: Brooks. And yeah. he's like this big, huge dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very physical presence. I mean, the guy's like a foot foot. taller than Superman himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think a little bit of trouble there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I am going to give the first episode a high taste it. And the only reason it's not getting a Tupperware right now is because it feels the same, but it, it it feels different,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but I do Tupperware Melissa Benoist as Supergirl in the first episode. Oh, of course. And I Tupperware uh, Tyler Hecklin as Superman. I really like them. That's
2: great news. I'm really excited to hear that.
3: Yeah. So I was hoping they could actually nail one interpretation of yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did. You know, and it doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm actually coming to terms with this as for as much as, like, we hate on the movies. Mm-hmm. They're doing something special with these TV shows. Yeah. And I think they're killing it on the TV side. They got their own little shared
2: universe going on.
3: Yeah. That's really neat. Flash season three, episode two. Yes. We're introduced to a new villain, Dr. Alchemy. (laughs) Things have changed. Things have changed. Uh, Flashpoint was the first episode. Second episode was titled paradox. Mm. So when the flash comes back into uh, the time into a timeline. He's not back in his original timeline. Yes. He's in another timeline. And he thinks he set everything correct. He, he set everything back to normal. No, things are different now. The world that he came back to, um, Cisco's brother Dante, is now dead. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, things have changed quite a bit. He's so, got to feel guilty about that. Well, yeah, he feels guilty about that. And uh, when he first comes back, he realizes that Cisco really doesn't like him at all. Oh, shit. So it's because Cisco explains later that the one guy that can go back in time and save my brother and bring him back won't do it. Mm. And he's like, but you'll do it to go back and save your family. <laughs> Talking about his mother. Wow. I mean, yeah. he's got some great points there. Very good points. I'll be honest with you. Okay. No, I'll before I rate it, before I rate it, I'll, I'll let me talk about it a little bit more. So in this episode – um We also find out a lot of different things. Uh, We got a new character that's working for uh, the CSI within the city. Okay. Tom Felton. Yeah, Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. I saw that he made an appearance on Flash. So good. He's a great actor. I'm glad he's at work. So good. So fucking good, Jake.
2: Will he be in multiple
3: episodes? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. I'm hoping he's going to be a regular. I'm hoping he's just going to be a series regular um and then i hope okay we'll talk i'll talk about every i'm so excited to talk about him yeah he kept the accent fantastic sounds great he hates barry (laughs) nice so barry he hates barry and harry tom felton didn't his character yeah didn't exist in the previous timeline but he comes back to this one jake yeah he's been working with this guy for a fucking year oh wow yeah, wow. so he's got all this hatred that Barry can barely even understand. Barry doesn't get it, and then now Tom Felton is kind of on to like you know like you're lying to me. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, he he's, he's not stupid. He, he works for the CSI, right? He's on to Barry. He doesn't like him, and he's on to him. And he's kind of like a villain for the Flash within CSI unit. Yeah, that's cool. And not he doesn't have any powers. Nothing like that. I hope he doesn't get any. I was getting ready to say the old Jimmy Olsen. Him, later don't, on. don't do it, don't do it. He's perfect the way he is. He's perfect the way he is. I fucking love it. So I Tupperware Tom Felton in this episode. Um, we find out later, Doctor Alchemy. Um, basically, he take Doctor Alchemy is a there's. Let me explain this. Barry explains it in the episode. He's got like a whiteboard. Okay. Back to the future style. Yes. And he's going all Doc Brown on him and shit. dude. And he's talking to, he's talking to all the characters and he's telling them like the world I come from is not like this one. Mm -hmm. Like Joe and Iris, you two get along and Cisco, your brother's still alive and like all this other stuff, you know? Yeah. And he's talking about the timeline. He's like, here's my timeline. Well, I went through this timeline and that created the paradox. Well, I tried to correct what was wrong. I let him kill my mom. I came back, now I'm in a third timeline. Mm. Okay, here's the theory that's being out there. Here's the theory that's out there. There are three timelines. They are all, they all exist now. Barry created the second and the third one. Okay. So the theory is, it's, they're using Fringe Universe as an example. Yeah. So in Fringe, when there are three different timelines, Mm -hmm. they all can't exist. They are all going to collapse upon one another and yeah. only one of the timelines will exist. Yeah. This is the theory. So now we're introduced to another character of Dr. Alchemy who is pulling characters out of other timelines and bringing them into this timeline that varies in now. Which will only just make it more unstable. Right. So this is all leading to crisis on infinite Earths. That's cool. And so some of these characters are going to make it and some of them are not going to make it. And the big reveal, one of the big reveals at the end of this episode is that the Caitlyn here that Barry says, oh, it looks like Caitlyn, you were the one that was least affected by the timelines. Well, as Barry walks out of the room, they show her hand and Caitlyn's hand. You got Frost coming off of it. So in this one, in this world, she is Killer Frost. Oh, wow. And we saw Killer Frost last season on Earth 2. But now we've got a Caitlyn in his Earth 1. That's Killer Frost. Wow. That's a neat theory. Yeah. It's fucking... Oh, my God. I I didn't know what to think about this episode. I didn't know what to think about this episode because, like, I saw, like, a a Cisco that wasn't jokey, Mm -hmm. and it kind of fucked with me, but (laughs) on the flip side, I loved it. He also showed up as Vibe. In this one, he had his fucking goggles on, and oh, like, wow. and he he, it was awesome. So, um, I mean, normally you bitch about Cisco, so I loved him in this episode. Yeah, I thought it was great because he wasn't all jokey and shit, and like, you know, shit was serious. Man, it sounds like they really step up the stakes every new mm-hmm. season of Flash. Yeah, like they really fucking go for it. Yeah, they're not like pussying around with no, it. No, they're not. And uh, next episode, it looks like we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get some Jesse Quick mm. as a speedster. And hopefully we get Tom Cavanaugh back as Harrison Wells, because I've really missed him. He has not been in these first two episodes. Hmm. I'm sure he'll be back at some point. Real quick, I'm going to talk about Legends of Tomorrow. I watched that one. Um, I've got to give this one a low taste. Season two premiere? Season two premiere. I really did not enjoy this at all. Mm. Uh, We are without Wentworth Miller as Leonard Snart so no Captain Cold in this episode Mm. that's not the reason that I give it a low taste that I feel like this show is doing a lot of time travel and they're doing a lot of these things but they don't do the time travel in this season especially this episode as well as other shows that do time travel such as The Flash such as Doctor Who Mm -hmm. which uh, I, I don't know I just got to give it a low taste. I, I really just did not enjoy this episode. It kind of bored me to all tears. Sticking with it? I'm going to stick with it. I, I like the first season. I'm going to stick with it and hope it gets better. Okay. They had a cool reveal at the end that one of the vi- uh, one of the villains uh, in this season is actually going to be Eobard Thawne reverse Flash. Oh, wow. He showed up at the end of this one. So I'm thinking, wow, why is he in this universe? This is crazy. Can't wait to see more. So low taste the premiere, but I'm going to stick with it, man. I'm not going to jump off. Okay. Because there's going to be a huge four TV show crossover in December. Now, will you, will you watch the uh, Arrow even yes. though you haven't kept up with it? Yes, I do that every year. Okay. Every year I still watch the Arrow episode because they all cross over. That's cool. So in December, December we're going to get Supergirl, you know, uh, Flash, Arrow, and Legends all crossing over. Kevin Smith actually talked about that episode he read a little bit about it Mm -hmm. uh and he talked about it on hollywood babylon he says at one time on the screen there are 17 different superheroes on the screen wow yeah that's impressive yeah next week on legends tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it because we got the tease that the jsa is gonna show up oh wow they did show up at the end of the episode but now they're gonna be a part of uh the season that's cool Yeah. yeah all right that's all i got for good pop bad pop yeah, short
2: week for good pop bad pop.
3: Yeah. All right guys, we're going to move on to uh the pop culture leftovers news. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 read all about it. It's a, of a news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo.
3: All right, gangster as fuck news. That it is. Screen Rant sat down with Ron Perlman and asked him about the possibility of Hellboy 3. Here's what he said. <laughs> Everybody, it doesn't matter if you're talking to Ron Perlman, you got to ask him, right? Yeah, I guess you do. I, it's prerequisite. Yeah, uh, he says we don't talk about that anymore because he's busy I, and I'm busy. Maybe one day he's going to call and say, hey, let's do it. But for right now, we're happy discovering new worlds to conquer.
2: Sounds like he is sick of that question.
3: Yeah, but see, the answer. thing is, what's fucked up about this, though, is just last year mm-hmm. or even earlier, yeah, even earlier this year, he said, let's make Hellboy 3 happen. <laughs> You know, and he's like, and he sent out like a hashtag that he wanted people to. to he he said he wanted people to generate excitement. He wanted to make Hellboy three. Mm-hmm. I feel like he feels defeated. Between like, then and now, he's over it because something's happened. Like he knows that it's not going to happen. The studio doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so. It, it, I mean, the the movie it made its money back. Yeah, the second one, first one did well. Second one made its money back on on because uh, it sold uh DVDs Oh the and aftermarket. But you don't have that anymore. Yeah, no. It's all digital now. It's all digital. I mean, yeah, you're gonna some people are gonna buy Blu rays and DVDs, like me. That I'm old school, you know, it's like yeah. I'm that fucking uh hipster.
2: I think there's a lot of people out there still buying Blu rays. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So the market's not dead yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know. It it kind of uh It upsets me. I'd love to see Hellboy 3. I would love to see Hellboy 3 too. Hellboy 2 was fantastic. The fucked up thing about Del Toro is, though, is what's so fucked up about him is, like, he'll talk about, and I've heard him say this about this, Mm -hmm. he'll be like, oh, I've got plans for Hellboy 3 and 4. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're lucky to get three end it there dude yeah write an ending write an ending (laughs) for hellboy three because you're not going to get a four do not leave us fucking hanging (laughs) waiting around for all this time
2: we get hellboy three and he fucking
3: open ends it what about a hellboy series man what about a fucking hellboy series on netflix jake i'd be down I that, mean, we're seeing Ash versus Evil Dad on Stars. Yeah. And we've gotten big names attached to that. I know this is Ron Perlman. I know that this is Guillermo de Toro, and these guys are big time. But we still see fucking Sam Raimi attached to the Ash Yeah, have, Evil have Dad. Del Toro do the first episode.
2: Have Del Toro. Set Tor- the tone up. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Boom. That'd be cool. That'd be a great
3: show for weekly hour episodes. He could write the whole thing. Him yeah. and, you know, him and uh, uh, Mike uh, Mignola, Mignola. Yeah, at least okay everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be great. I'd be down. Yeah. All right. Uh, THR is reporting that Benicio Del Toro has dropped out of talks for The Predator. Mm. Uh, that's it's the, too bad. Yeah, it's the reboot by uh, Shane Black. Very bad news. Uh, the working title uh, is Ollie, which reveals nothing to me. <laughs> Skateboarding tricks. Yeah. Going yeah, on the new yeah. Predator. I don't know. Oliver Twist. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a big twist at the end of the movie. Nice. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. that sucks though Benicio Del Toro I was really getting excited for this film yeah you were you were really excited about that news yeah that's great news I love I like
2: I really enjoyed Benicio Del Toro yeah he would have been really cool like as a badass hunting predators and shit fucking A he would
3: have yeah, that's too bad. I would like to see him knife one, you know? I wonder what happens. Schedule- it would be cool to see him fucking slit a predator's throat yeah, and watch awesome. one bleed out, you know? Yeah, it would be awesome. It'd be dope as fuck. Sit down and have dinner with a predator and his family. Sicario style? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: you <laughs>
3: would <laughs> <That'd be dope. laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. All right, uh, Jake, details for Jurassic World 2 have come out. Yes. From Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow um, in a talk with Time Magazine. Uh, The Dinosaurs, I want to point this out, too. I don't know if it's in my notes or not, but Colin Trevorrow is not directing the sequel. Oh, I did not know that. He's doing Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm. He helped write it, though. Okay. Uh, They got a different director in there. Uh, Do we we know who that is? uh, His last name is uh, Bayana. Okay. Uh, Here we go. The the Dinosaurs will be a parable of the treatment animals receive today, the abuse, medical experimentation, pets, Having wild animals in zoos like prisons, the use the military has made of them, animals as weapons. Well, we saw that coming with the first movie with Vincent D'Onofrio's character wanting to weaponize them. Mm -hmm. Uh, He goes on to say the second part will be a very different movie that will explore new paths. For that reason, it was clear that it needed to be Boyana who would direct it in order to have it grow and evolve with his very personal vision, um, <laughs> Boyana and Trevor are working closely on the new film, uh, which is due in cinemas in 2018. Some studio talk.
2: Studio talk. Yes. It had to be
3: Boyana no, no. with the ne- with the new tone we
2: were taking. Yeah, it yeah. couldn't be anyone but Boyana.
3: Well, when I heard about the new tone, I I put two and two together, and for me, I came to the same. Yeah. It had to be Boyana. Duh. I mean, yeah, I
2: follow this shit too. Yeah, Boyana was the first. Guy, I thought of. I don't even know who the guy is.
3: But for some reason, the name just came to my fucking head. No, I was actually, I was actually eating a Panda Express. <laughs> I cracked open my fortune cookie, and my cookie it said has to be Boyana. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, the universe is fucking speaking to me right Even now." Even
2: the cookie knows. Even the cookie knows. I mean, they're going with the direction they're going. What other choice is
3: there? There's no choice but Boyana. Yeah, Boyana, 2018. Am I right, Jake? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I agree. got that fucking sign in my lawn right now, <laughs> dude. All... No, anyway, it's like, Trevro, say whatever you want to. You're, you're making that Disney money. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. That's funny. It's a funny
3: quote, though. I thought he was directing the sequel, though. Yeah, I did, too. That's I still thought shame. he'd be able to find time for it.
2: I'd be fine if they
3: if they waited. Like, I don't need
2: every other year for Jurassic Park to come out. Like, I'd be fine with waiting till after Episode 9 for it, to be honest with you. Well, it's
3: coming out in 2018. Yeah. Uh, episode 9 comes out in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I would wait for it. I would wait for, it. but like, of course, you know, Hollywood's thinking you got to strike while the iron's hot. You know, like that's true. Look at. Uh, I don't think that. I don't think that, that. That I think people can wait for dinosaurs, though.
2: I agree. I think it's the kind of franchise that has the kind of legs where if the movie's good
3: the people are going to come. Trying to compare this to Sin City. Sin yeah. City, we waited nine, ten years for the sequel, Dame to Kill For, which I personally, and you may think I'm crazy, I think is a superior film to the first film. I love them both. Both are Tupperwares, but I still think the second one's better. And like, that movie Bombed in the box office. Yeah,
2: yeah. You make a great point because the awareness just isn't there to like the common moviegoer.
3: Oh, but no. It, it, yeah, for, for Sin City, but yeah, like, for
2: Sin City, but for Jurassic Park, nobody's the awareness gonna, is never going to go
3: away. Nobody's going to forget that. You don't even have to know that Spielberg. Get off my cat! Get, cat, get off my computer! Sorry. <laughs> you, you don't even have to know that Spielberg directed it. No, yeah, exactly. You just need to. Oh, kids just know dinosaurs. Exactly, dinosaurs in the movie, the dinosaur movie. You know, that's mm-hmm. all you got to know. No. I agree. I agree. Put Chris Pratt in it again. Yeah. Printing money. Yeah. Sin City though, on the flip side, if you're not reading the graphic novels like every other fucking day and you yeah. didn't watch the movie within the, like the last ten years, yeah. you're gonna go into that movie and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you've kind of forgotten about that franchise. Yeah. There's been no awareness to it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Yeah. I think they could have waited too, Jake. But you know, it's like it's like like um what's james cameron thinking like who who the fuck is gonna give a shit about avatar now <laughs> not me when did that movie come out 2008 yeah. 2009
2: yeah yeah Yeah, I I mean, apparently, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Apparently, it has the same level of awareness as Jurassic Park does.
3: Yeah, and you know what? You know, you know, it's fucked up. And we're always talking about, Jake, we're always talking about how, how it can't, how it can't make the money that the first one did. Yeah. But on the flip side, now we're looking at even more 3D theaters in the US and in China, too. China, China, 80% of their theaters are equipped with 3D now, Jake.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still, I still don't think this movie's gonna be a,
3: a huge success. <laughs> what if it's number? What if it beats out the Force Awakens? Not, not domestically, but what if it beats out the fucking Force Awakens worldwide? Worldwide, globally. Uh, oh what if it man. does?
2: I'm done. I'll retire from this podcast. No, but, but no,
3: but nobody, nobody, nobody. Hold on, Jake. Nobody's buying the 2D ticket that goes fucking see Avatar. <laughs> no. Everybody's gonna buy the 3D ticket, and when you get everybody buying a 3D ticket, yeah. you're making some money, right? Yeah, it's smart uh, business. Hey, hey, hey am, am I saying that the movie is fucking worth it? am i saying that oh my god can't wait to see fucking avatar 2 no. can't wait to spend the fucking imax money can't wait to get repeat viewings of this movie but on the flip side that's what made the first one so successful people who the fuck was watching this movie yeah. that many
2: times i agree i agree and i mean but if the second one isn't a great movie then the third one's just going to really be a fucking bomb like the allure going to be isn't going to be there at all 3d yeah. or not like, yeah. they really have to come out strong with the second Avatar movie. Yeah. Ugh.
3: It's a tough watch at home. I, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it because of the, the IMAX 3D yeah. experience that I had. i have yeah. never seen anything like it with the technology. But I think, like, unfortunately, James Cameron kind of went George Lucas, in my opinion, and uh, was more focused on, like, the technology rather than the story.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I absolutely hate it. Like, visually, it is pretty cool, but...
3: The, the theater experience for me. Yeah. Never seen anything like it on screen as far as that 3D fusion camera, the way that it looked. Yeah. It was a completely different 3D than I've ever seen before. But now that I look, but when I watch it at home, it's a completely different experience. It's not like that. Yeah. It's not like that at
2: all. I agree. It has to stand on its own legs, not just the, uh, 3D-ness of it all. And it
3: doesn't it really doesn't not it doesn't at home it doesn't stand up at all hmm. so uh let's see here let's move on into we are burning through shit this week jake i'm fine with that yeah it's good uh we're gonna go into marvel news Marvel news, Kevin Feige. He was talking to cinema blend and he had this to say about the captain Marvel film. Black Panther is not really an origin story since we saw him in civil war, but his standalone certainly introduces you to 99% of his world that you never saw. And captain Marvel is certainly an origin. It's an origin story from the start. So captain Marvel coming out in March 2000, uh, excuse me, March 8th, 2019 He's saying that it's going to be an origin story from the start. Wow, and that can kind of
2: really turns things on head. Like, because of his point being that because you see Black Panther in Civil War, we don't go to the origin story next, makes me question whether or not we will see Captain Marvel in a movie before Captain Marvel.
3: And most of these Marvel movies that we are watching... <sighs> th- okay, hold on. Could we see her in something else... I'm thinking about Dr. Strange now. Yeah. I'm thinking about Dr. Strange. Is this happening in real time? Because it it can't be. We're watching an origin story that is all these Marvel movies. How am I going to explain this? Marvel has basically all these movies line up. So like by the time we watch, let's say we watch uh, Avengers. Yes. What was the next film after Avengers came out? Oh, fuck. Iron Iron Man Man 3. We're watching it in real time. This is like. Almost real time. Yes. Like, you know, it came out a year later. Mm -hmm. So, um, Avengers came out, then we're watching Iron Man 3 like a year later. So, it was a year after everything happened, and he's dealing with the post traumatic distress order from like what he dealt with in Avengers. Yeah, and they've all been like that. You're right. They've all been like that. Doctor Strange cannot be that movie. We are not watching his origin story in real time. Well, what makes you say that? Captain America, The Winter Soldier, makes me say that because. That one director of S.H.I.E.L.D. that we found out that was evil, he was on the rooftop, and he mentions that we have our – we have been keeping tabs on all you special humans. Yeah, I read an article just about this recently. And he said something about Stephen Strange. He mentioned Stephen Strange's name.
2: Do you see what I'm saying? I do. I think you make a great point. But I think they're just going to discredit that Easter egg. That's bullshit. Then <laughs> I, I, that's I, bullshit. I agree. I agree. But I really think that's what's going to happen. That's here. bullshit. Then I agree. I think. I think that's just that you're going to have to get over it. Moment. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. I mean, you see where I'm coming from. Yeah, but you see, I agree. I agree that it's bullshit. Yeah, but I still think they're going to just ignore Dr. it.
3: Doctor Strange was brought into canon during the Winter Soldier.
2: Yeah, I I think and they're going to ignore that. Fuck them. Then they that's were, bullshit. They're talking about a. Different if I'm at a
3: convention and Feige's doing a Q and I am going to stand up and be Mr. Poindexter nerd and be like, "But you and the Winter Soldier, said, <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ask I, the Russo brothers about it. Too. Yeah, I'll piss. Yeah, I'm going to piss and moan to the Russo brothers too. Yeah, because they're the ones that wrote that dialogue. They wrote that, but no. And, but it's uh, on the flip side. It's fucking. Uh, who's the director for? Uh, st- Doctor Strange.
2: Oh fuck, Scott oh. Derrickson.
3: Scott Derrickson, yeah. I'm gonna be like Scott Derrickson. You're you're fucking up the whole canon of the universe.
2: If the movie's good, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know. I'll ignore it. See, I was just thinking like this movie. We're gonna watch the origin story, and by the end of the film, then they're gonna bring us into like what he's doing now. Kind
2: of like how First Avenger was. And that's
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's can- what I was thinking, and I was thinking like they could do the same thing with uh captain marvel like we could see an established captain marvel and then wonder her b- about her origin story and then like by the time we by the time we're in the theater and then they like uh you know like it, the first thing we could see on screen is like you know air force base whatever air air force base it is and mm-hmm. then they give us like you know 2012 hmm. and that's her origin story yeah that's
2: that's interesting
3: i don't but if you're saying that they're going to say fuck what we did in fucking Winter Soldier with <laughs> Doctor Strange and we're just going to watch him become part of the universe now.
2: Yeah. I honestly think that's what's going to happen here. Wow. I could be wrong. but Wow. I, I think them – I see them not caring about that.
3: Don't thing. fuck up – for me. for me knowing that, don't fuck up the continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the biggest error. I can get over it. I, you're a Marvel fuck boy. Of course you can get over I'll it. I'll get over it. But me it. on the flip side, I, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> I'm going to go back and fucking watch Winter Soldier and be like, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> the, he was it. already on your fucking radar. He was already part of the fucking universe. They'll take, you, a, they'll take that line away from future releases. Oh, yeah. They're going to Lucas the fuck out of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna go fucking, uh, Greedo shot first or Han shot first or whatever the fuck.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't even remember that scene anymore.
3: <laughs> You're a dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Doesn't even exist anymore. Shit. All right. Evangeline Lilly, uh, played Hope Van Dyne in the Ant Man film. She talked with Blaster at New York Comic Con. She had this to say about her future, the future of her character. I'm excited <laughs> because it's essentially going to be, um, the original, the, oh, excuse me, the origin of the Wasp. Yeah, that is cool. Of course, we're going to see the Wasp for the first time take on the mantle and put on the suit and fly about and do her thing. Following that one, there's an Avengers series coming out. I believe it's a two-parter, and um, the Wasp won't be in the first part. She'll be in the second part because they want to preserve that reveal for Ant-Man and the Wasp. So basically, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be coming out After Avengers Infinity War in between the movies in between the movies. And so they're wanting to save that reveal. But it sounds like she'll be there for the second Avengers movie, whatever that may be titled. That's super cool.
2: I love Evangeline Lilly. As a huge Lost fan, it's so awesome to see Kate get to be a Marvel superhero. It's good shit. So Mm.
3: love it that is lost on me because i did not watch lost
2: yeah good shit
3: wow yeah. you're just like
2: uh fucking ryan johnson yeah i am
1: so
2: <laughs> <laughs> i am
3: so punny wow, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right shit. <coughs> <clears throat> yeah. we're both coughing let's cough in unison yeah <laughs> <clears throat> all right let's move on to some dc news that's Last it night. wow what that was some quick marvel news that's it, man. Holy that's shit. It. I mean, there was some other stuff. Like, there, like I mean, uh, there was some uh, Instagram, of course, like fucking, um, what's his face that's directing uh, Logan. Yeah. James, James Mangold tweeted a bunch of pictures that are cryptic. And, Ooh. you know, it's like I could get on here and try to speculate what these pictures mean. He took a picture of a puddle and you see a reflection of a guy's head in it and yeah. all this other shit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, first of all, first off, like our listeners didn't see the picture. Like, yes, and, and and second of all, I have no thoughts on the pictures. They, it was a black and white picture. I don't believe that the movie's going to be filmed in black and white. So I have no spec speculation about it at all.
2: Yeah. It seems like Marvel studios themselves kind of hold any big news releases close to the chest. When you get within that one month window of a new Marvel movie coming sure. out, like sure. they don't want to take any of that attention away from Dr. Strange. Right. So they're not, you're not hearing big stories about Thor Ragnarok right now. Yeah.
3: I'm getting, I'm, you know, I had tons of like Dr. Strange, like articles that were coming out. Like mm-hmm. they had an interview with like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wong, the guy. His real name's Wong, the actor that's playing Wong. Oh, it's wow. like Beatty Wong. It's not beatty Wong. It's some, I can't remember. But one of the, his, you know, the quotes from him. Quote, mm-hmm. There's all these other. But I don't want. We're getting so close to Doctor Strange. Like, why report more news on it? Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll talk about it plenty when we see the movie. That, that's for. I feel like the closest – And like unless they tell me something crazy, like holy shit, there's going to be, like, you know, full frontal nudity in Doctor Strange. Like, we're going to see some strange cock, you know what I mean? Some Wong cock? Yeah, I mean, we're going to we're going to see Wong's wang. A really Wong cock? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Ryan Johnson now. Yeah, you are. But, yeah, unless they tell me something like that, I'm not going to report it. You or know like, what I mean? Uh, for sure, Captain Marvel's
2: going to be in Doctor Car- Strange. Captain
3: Marvel shows up in Doctor Strange, yeah. then we're talking about it. But, like, well, what's the fucking point of like talking about like oh you know Rachel McAdams this is what she had to say about Doctor Strange or like <laughs> here's what Wong had to say about Doctor Strange or Benedict Cumberbatch you know he's really excited you know blah blah blah, blah Six you know what I mean later
2: this is why Rachel McAdams has nothing to do with the Marvel universe anymore right. yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah she's going to go all fucking uh, Nellie Portman, Portman <laughs> on this shit right Yeah for sure I don't know man I don't know I think she kind of needs it after fucking uh, True Detective season 2 Oof that was a dog. Well, I never watched it. Number one, I watched
2: the first two episodes. But on the
3: flip side, it's like it, it you know. Yeah, they should have just left it alone. Yeah. Well, it killed. It killed True Detective. This was supposed to be like an ongoing anthology series. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why like HBO's putting so much hope in the West because Vinyl fucking sucked it up too. It, yeah. Like critics loved it, but the, it wasn't getting the ratings.
2: Yeah, true. I true. don't know, man.
3: Fucking, we we get off on the rails. we got off the rails. Yeah, I like how we stopped the DC bumper there. Yeah, we I did I, I, I fucking axed that shit. I fucking axed that shit. All right, Jake. Uh, let's uh, yeah. DC News.
0: Last night, Batman destroyed
1: my vagina, and now the leftovers are
0: going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC news. You fucking pieces of shit!
3: All right, Jake, we got our first look at Mira in Aquaman. Yes. What did you think of the picture? It was it was nice. I knew it wasn't going to be flattering. Yeah, I knew. No, with you, any DC news you, you can't. You, I, I never like you. Never <laughs> I said like, it was nice. Except for suicide, nice. Nice. Hold on. Your girlfriend comes out, and she fucking... She's been in the bedroom, and she's been sitting in front of the fucking mirror. You guys are going to go out. You're going to paint the fucking town red and shit. She got the perfect fucking dress. She fucking got the perfect makeup. She's been in there for fucking hours. She comes out. She's You're telling her she looks nice?
2: If she's wearing DC clothes, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just... I am burnt. I am burnt from DC.
3: I hear you. I, I mean, they you.
2: really have to fucking show me something that's gonna fucking knock my dick off for me yeah. to give two shits. Yeah.
3: I'm, I, honestly, I'm kind of getting sick of like the, uh, the, the lack of color in the costumes. Yeah. Like, it works for Batman. Yeah. It works for Batman because, like, yeah, it's Dark Knight. But on the flip side, it's like Jason Momoa and he's got like these. Even though Aquaman's a goofy fucking looking character in the comic books, yeah. Like, I still need these characters to look like these characters and like Aquaman should have lots of vibrant colors. Yeah. And
2: I don't mean just Aquaman the character, but I mean the universe that he that he inhabits. Yeah. Like yeah. I want them to go underwater and see lots of fucking vibrant colors and well,
3: strange shit. They they've been filming uh in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Iceland's known for its vibrant colors. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. I don't know. Iceland's uh Iceland's green. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, no, I, I don't know. No offense to our listeners in Iceland. Now, was this a, was this picture from the Aquaman solo movie no, or, this or is was from it from Justice, Justice League? League. Oh. It's from Justice League, but it's like the it, 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 I think it's where I don't think it's like Atlantis. Mm. I I don't think that's where they're filming Atlantis it's just where like they recruit Aquaman. Okay. So they finished filming for the final scenes for this. And I do know that, um, Willem Dafoe was there, and of course, we know he's in the film and he's playing in Atlantean. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, the actress that plays Mira was there as well. Okay. Uh, Gal Gadot showed up for this film shooting as well as Ben Affleck. Huh. So a lot of people are saying that this – we know that Gal Gadot probably goes back with Batman after Batman gets shut down the first time when he tries to recruit Aquaman. Okay, So he probably comes back with reinforcements, which is Wonder Woman – and you know, because yeah, I can't see. I can see. I can see Jason Momoa as Aquaman, fucking you know, choke slamming Batman and being like, "Dude, fuck off!" Yeah, don't contact right. me again. Right, but I would love to see him try to fucking check Wonder Woman. Yeah, and her fucking. Get che- him, yeah check him back that and like be awesome. kick him in the fucking adam's apple and 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 fucking i want to see this motherfucker cough and yeah i would love for wonder woman to be the baddest of the bunch me too that would be amazing Me too like some of my favorite comic books are like when fucking like wonder woman just like fucking bitch slaps hal jordan or yeah, oh shit. yeah i
2: love that shit it's
3: um it's great like i've seen wonder woman like fucking you know punch superman and shit it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome and i love that shit man she's she's a strong 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 character so, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I, I'll give it a taste. I, I like the look of the costume. Yeah. I just feel like if they would have given a, a little bit more color, brighter greens, things like that. But I love the look of the costume. I agree. I, no, just, nothing I was color. off
2: Nothing was off-putting here. I
3: know. I just got to give you shit. Anytime oh, you're talking yeah, about DC, yeah, and, yeah. You know, you're know, you never blown away with anything. And I get it. You're burnt because like you were blown away with the Suicide Squad trailer. I know? was. I was.
2: It fucking killed
3: me. It was so fucking awesome. Yeah, they were. So good. Ugh. <sighs> What happened? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue, man. That movie was It garbage. made me it made me feel stupid.
2: <laughs> a little bit right they tricked you yeah it, they, ma- it
3: made me feel stupid yeah it's like they m night shamalined you yeah I, I i hate that movie it's like that whole movie like at the end of it we should have just got like a rick astley video right uh, yeah. The, the yeah, rick, rick got, us, yeah yeah the whole crowd just yeah the whole crowd just got rickrolled into that fucking film
2: i would rather watch man of steel and <laughs> batman versus superman back to back three times oh
3: man then watch suicide squad once still again still love man of steel still Ugh. love it I, st- I still think it's the best film because it stands alone. They weren't building a universe. They just wanted to make a Man of Steel movie. And but they they tricked me there too, Jake. Yeah. You know why they tricked me? Because I thought we were gonna get a lighter Superman in the next film, Mm -hmm. and they did not do that. We got a darker Superman. We got a Superman that didn't even fucking talk in the movie.
2: It made you stupid too, kinda. It kind of invalidated some of the reasons you liked Man of Steel
3: so much. And we're and we're looking forward to the next movie. Yeah, you go back and listen to our Man of Steel episode, and I'm fucking fighting tooth and nail saying no. No, this is the way that it had to be done. They're setting up the origin. He doesn't feel like he's human. He doesn't know if he's Kryptonian. He's fighting within himself. He's got this struggle. In the next movie, he knows who he is now, Jake. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. And what... No, they yeah. pulled the rug out from underneath me and I didn't get the Superman that I thought was going to be smiling and cracking jokes and being a more lighthearted Superman. He's even colder and more distant than he was the last time. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and that's why it was so refreshing watching this week's Supergirl episode because yeah. Tyler Hecklin was smiling and, and charming.
2: I saw a few gifts and it looked pretty great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. I mean, he's, there's a scene of him, you know, talking to Perry White over the phone and, And those two going back and forth. And it it, it was just fantastic. I loved it, man. I loved it. (sighs) I kind of want to see that. Maybe just the Superman episode. Yeah. Yeah, you should watch. You should watch that first one. Uh, Wonder Woman actress Gal Gadot. She sat down with We Got This Covered and had this to say about the Wonder Woman film. Wonder Woman is different. On this film, we went, of course, she's got to start with that. Yeah, it's different than every other movie. She's got to say it at this point, right? Yeah. Even if it's not. Yeah.
2: It's it's the same cookie cutter shit we've been doing.
3: Oh, if you loved what we did <laughs> if you loved what we did in Batman V Superman Suicide Squad. Yeah, you were gonna eat this shit up like like fucking the best cake you ever had. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh man, <laughs> this one's different okay no the previous one that was Betty Crocker this is Duncan Hines yeah those were practice laps exactly <laughs> uh, no she sat down she said Wonder Woman is different <clears throat> on this film we went back to Diana's backstory to her history her coming of age how did Diana become Wonder Woman but with this character what I love about her so much is that her agenda is love it's not about fighting. it's not about who is stronger than whom. It's not about women versus men. It's about love and acceptance in others uh, and acceptance of others. She stands for love, justice, and compassion. That sounds, great. Yeah. that sounds great. That in, in sounds great. In theory. In theory, it sounds great.
2: <laughs> and they will find a way to fuck the shit out no,
3: of it. No, I mean, that's what Diana should stand for. Love, justice, and compassion. Yeah. That's perfect. Are they going to portray that in this movie? I mean, you get Chris Pine in this movie, Jake. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean. Are they going to fuck this we, up? We got Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, <sighs> they're gonna fuck it up. Patty Jenkins is gonna fuck this movie up. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks bro- so good. I'm sorry, <laughs> they do that with the trailers. Yeah, it really looks <coughs> looks amazing in my opinion. Yeah, it'll be terrible. All right. Um, <laughs> who who's the villain in the Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, is, it, is Sean Bean being the villain in this movie? Like they originally cast?
2: Hmm, I'm not sure. Remember? Yeah, I do remember, remember that? that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Who, what character is going to be the villain do you uh, think? They, they already named him off. I can't remember who they were yeah. right off the top of my head. It's some I, god. Yeah, okay. of course. That's what they all are. <laughs> some, <laughs> dumb <God. laughs> some dumb god. Some dumb god. That's that, that's that's what Sean Bean's fucking, uh, that's what his line said. I'm going to get the <laughs> some dumb god Funko Pop. <laughs> the old SDG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you will. Alright, we'll take a break. Jake, do we have time to do some emails this week? Yeah, why not? We'll do some. We'll come back right after uh, no messages. <laughs> Alright, hey, we're back. Yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I promised some emails. Couple. It's been a while since we've been writing these emails, so uh, <laughs> here we go. Time for emails. Mail.
0: Oh, oh.
1: Leftovers of the universe.
3: Ah, pop All right, first email comes from Ron White. He says, hey, Leftovers, so I'm sure I won't be the only a-hole that has movies to add to Old Man Shooty's Rites of Passage movie list, <laughs> but I've been doing this with my teenage son as well, and I thought there were a few omissions worth bringing up. The good, the bad, and the ugly, or a fistful of dollars. Basically, any suitable Sergio Leone spaghetti western. Yeah, good call. I love those spaghetti westerns. Like, those are like the, uh, I mean, those are the inspiration for uh, Django and Jane you know? Oh, definitely, definitely.
2: I, I'm a huge Fistful of Dollars fan. I actually even prefer it to Good, Bad, and the Ugly.
3: I don't know. I, I've got a lot of good memories with Good, and Bad, and the Ugly because my uh, uncle, who has since passed away, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. me and him watched that movie together, and I still have a lot of nostalgia with that movie just because of that. I just love that final showdown in Fistful.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. good.
3: Uh, next one is Dirty Harry or Shaft. The original, the original Sam not the not the Samuel Jackson Shaft, <laughs> not, not Samuel. The, is it one or the other? If you watch Dirty Harry, you don't have to watch Shaft. Well, in this one, he gives he gives us the good, bad, and the ugly, or a fistful of dollars. So this is like an and or and you get a pick. Yeah, get the pick. And he's not very decisive about yeah. his
2: own like not movies really. that you must watch. Yeah, you must watch this or you this. you must watch that. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so I don't I know. I guess
3: you, you, you watch both of them, and one of one at least one of them is guaranteed to have your balls drop. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Which one would you watch? <laughs> uh, chapter Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
3: Uh, he also says the original Mad Max. Yeah, sure. Are you, are you talking about Road Warrior? He's yeah. He's talking about the original film okay. Road Warrior. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Also, you just really can't grow hair in your sack until you've seen Tombstone once or twice. Mm. I just don't see how that's possible. Richard Lucas said that last week. Yeah, that's a
2: good one. Tombstone's a good Um, one.
3: Yeah, after reaming me and you a new asshole, especially me. For having a voice and standing up to Frank and some of the asinine bullshit that Frank says, yeah, which happens, yeah, and it's like people have a problem with that. Oh, we're being—I'm being too mean. If I, Jake, do you think if I was just nicer about the way I approach things, people would have a little bit more respect for me? No, I think would have less respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been, maybe if you started that way,
2: yeah. But I think at this point, it would it would work the opposite for you, yeah. They'd be like, this is some bullshit. This is some sellout Brian bullshit.
3: Okay. Do you think that there are people that like listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this guy is reacting this way. I like that. And then there's also people like, oh, my God, I, they're horrified. Yeah. I, I can't believe that this guy is acting. Oh, my God, who acts like that? Who can do that? I think both are happening. Yeah. Definitely yeah so but it's fucked up though it's what's fucked up about that though jake is that like they'll listen for months until they finally get sick of it yeah my god it's like why it's like it's like a train wreck right yeah yeah that's a it's a long train wreck yeah it's a long train wreck until they finally like i okay i've seen enough i i this is all that this guy has to offer and his voice is annoying i'm out (laughs) yeah it's too much yeah uh let's see here secondly if you guys haven't already, you really need to check out uh, the Just Watch app uh, on iTunes, Google Play, or the website uh, www.justwatch.com forward slash US. Uh, You can type in any movie or TV show and it will tell you everywhere it's available to stream, rent, or buy. And it gives you price comparisons so you know who has it the cheapest. Wow. Just Watch? Just Watch. Dot com It's also an app on iTunes, Google Play, so check that out. Also, you can save movies to a watch list. I use it all the time whenever you guys recommend something that I want to check out. I just punch it into my Just Watch app and save it to my watch list. Then when I'm thinking of a movie to watch, it has done all the remembering for me. It really is badass, and I think you guys would really like it. Keep up the great work. Uh, sincerely, Andrew Garfield's hair. Actually, Ron White. Thanks Ron, I'm downloading that just watch right now, I will
2: check that out.
3: Yeah, that's kinda cool, I like that, uh, I like that you can, first off, I like that you can find out where things are streaming and available to rent or buy and it gives you the price comparisons, but I also like it gives you the watch list option because like, I usually pull up my notes in yeah. my phone and I write down I've got like a note with like movies and stuff that I need to watch and I'll put it in there and I'll check on it every once in a while
2: yeah this takes away all that <clears throat> like you don't have to like constantly be searching for yeah. all these things you have written down yeah you just set up like your own profile
3: and it's there for you when you want to get around to it yeah next uh, email comes from Neil Talander Philander however the fuck you, Philanderer I don't know how you say his name oh nice uh, he's the restless base restless base yeah Uh, He says, thank you for being the catalyst to my social media epiphany. Twitter obviously isn't my thing. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean, Jake? Uh, he kind of pissed you off on Twitter. He did piss me off on Twitter. He, he No, hold on. He pissed you off on Twitter, my friend, didn't it, he? It did happen. What happened, Jake? It did happen. Okay, let's break this down. We're a family. This is a leftover army. Let's uh, talk about
2: this. I believe it was the episode when we were doing a tribute to Kenny Baker. Yes. We um, briefly brought up Time Bandits as a movie to watch with Kenny Baker. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Was brought up into this Twitter conversation. And he tried to tell us that we sounded like noobs because we didn't give enough information about time bandits for his during a
3: kenny baker tribute
2: yeah it was not a terry terry gilliam did not just die right we weren't doing a report on him yeah so yeah i was just kind of like okay there's no need to
3: call us noobs i woke up that morning and i saw the twitter exchange between you two yeah (laughs) and i was thinking to myself holy shit i can tell that this guy just really pissed off my friend. <laughs> I don't remember and what And then he, I jumped in. I
2: don't remember what he said. So Something so about the way he worded it yeah. Re- really rubbed me the
3: wrong way. It was really kind of condescending and... Oh, it's, it was the, and it bothered me. And it bothered
2: me. Yeah, was like, I was just like, he,
3: fuck. Well, you know what bothered me is you fucking with my friend on Twitter, <laughs> and that's why I got involved. Yeah. It was...
2: Wow, I was just like, I usually don't get upset like that about stuff. But I was just like, come on, guy. We're doing a Kenny Baker tribute here. Yeah, we're, we're not-, not breaking down Terry Gilliam's fucking movies.
3: And you said nothing
2: wrong, though. No, no, it's not like I got any facts wrong. It just seemed like he was upset
3: that I didn't give him more facts. Right. So, do we have to elaborate on everything that we talk about now just to appease this guy? Is yeah, that the thing? This show is long enough already, Neil.
2: <laughs> be,
3: be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I, I don't think you
2: know what you want.
3: Anyway, it looks like it looks like Neil has buried the hatchet with us, even Good. though even though he fucking uh, he fucking uh, blocked me and all this, all this. Oh, that's right, he blocked me too. I forgot. <laughs> i forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know. Did he black us or just get rid of his fucking Twitter altogether? I don't. Did know. Did he just say, you know what? I'm, I, I am not fit for Twitter. Yeah, I am not Twitter worthy. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know what he did.
2: So I'm, I'm interested
3: in what he has to yeah. say. I know that he like uh, he he was on Facebook, and I had no access to him on Facebook after that either. I, I think know. I think we pissed him off. So is that all the email side? No. Oh, oh. no. It says, uh, thank you for being the catalyst to my social media epiphany. Twitter obviously isn't my thing. Thank you for Sense8. Thank you for all the work you put in every week. Thank you for making me think about the things I like. Thank you for loving the things I do in a different way. Thank you for being complete assholes. I heard you talk about Ken Marino. Uh, (laughs) this is classic Neil (laughs) hold on I heard you talking about Ken Marino but you didn't mention (laughs) (laughs) and
2: it it bothered him (laughs) (laughs) wow that is classic Neil
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh wow
2: (laughs) You you failed
3: to mention every fact about Ken Marino. I know. I should have went to the Ken Marino Wikipedia page and went down his entire body of work, Neil. I apologize that I did not do that. Uh, I heard you talk about Ken Marino, but you did not mention Party Down. It's a show on stars, also starring Adam Scott, Lizzie Kaplan, Martin Starr, and Jane Lynch. Absolutely fucking glorious. Um, I think it's it's I know it's available on one of the streaming services now that we have this just watch app, yeah. I'll be able to find out which one. I know it I think it's on Hulu or Netflix. I know it's on one of the two. Yeah. Uh from now on when we mention any actor or director Oh that was <laughs> that was a note that I put wow. that I was gonna give shit. I was like, Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna give shit on him. So like now nah, uh yeah. I already, I already gave him shit. Yeah, we already made those jokes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hate I, to I'm I, surprised
2: you need to give yourself a note to give someone shit.
3: I didn't. I, I, I honestly, I put it in there just so I would remember to give uh, him shit. But I, I gave him shit organically. Yeah, I,
2: I was confident that yeah. you would remember to give someone shit.
3: He goes, I hate to beat a non-existent drum, but y'all need to watch Misfits from BBC. Uh I s it's seriously changed the way I view television. Neil, I'm gonna be honest with you, I probably won't because like when I talk about it on the podcast, I will fail to mention something.
2: Yeah, yes, it's and not worth it. I, not worth the stress. It's not
3: worth it. We don't want to bother Neil. We don't want to bother you. We'll hear about it next week. It'll <laughs> be the long drawn out email. I, I I understand that you watched Misfits and that you enjoyed it, but you failed to mention yebity yeah, yerbity yeah, you and it's like I no, I'm not doing it, Neil. You're not. i You're not. I know you're. You. You You're. You're casting that line, and you're waiting for me to fucking bite. But fucking, not today. Not fucking today. Know it all, Neil. Not today. You're. You're fucking. You're that cooler that you got in the fucking boat with you. It's going home <laughs> empty this week, Chief. All right. There are no stories to tell. You didn't catch a whopper this week, you son of a bitch. Um, he says it's about a group of fuck ups who gain superpowers, but are too fucked up to use them properly. But then they eventually teach you things about life. It's one of those shows I wish existed when I was a young fuck up 15 years ago, but didn't that really sounds good. It does sound good. I've heard
2: lots of good things about it.
3: Something I won't be watching now because I'm scared. And if I do watch it, I'm not going to bring it up on the show. No,
2: no. Keep it to yourself. The
3: wrath of Neil. (laughs) So, and it bothered me. Jake, guess what? Yeah. It's time for Pete's Tweets. Oh, nice. Let me find it. Time for the bumper. I don't, you know, I don't even know if I have the bumper on here. Pete's Tweets. There we go. Pete's <laughs> Tweets. All right, because I don't have it on here. Off to add it. Anyway, Pete's Tweets. Hey, Leftovers. Hope you guys are doing well. Just burned through a shit ton of episodes. Great stuff. Glad to see you guys still cranking out hilarious shit. Brian, I love your idea about gender-swapping the crow. It got me thinking, what would you guys think about a gender-swapped swapping, gender swapped remake of Weird Science? Oh, wow. With someone like Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans and Kelly LeBrock's role. Uh, as much as I hated the idea for Ghostbusters, I would totally watch a Weird Science gender-swapped remake. Um, it's interesting.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't know. doesn't sound like something I'd go to the theater for. Yeah but I'd watch it on cable. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. I see what, he, I see where he's going with it though. With Chris Hemsworth. You make the perfect guy instead mm-hmm. of the perfect girl. Oh, and then you got two
3: teenage girls instead of two teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. I, but could... it's, but it's creepier though. Yeah. Because the boys, they kind of wanted to fuck Kelly LeBrock, right? Yes. I don't, you know, I don't know how the world would see a fucking movie where two teenage girls are wanting to fuck Chris (laughs) Hemsworth and his fucking monster cock. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't, you know, two girls like, like getting wet over Thor's hammer. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. It's like the sequel to fucking, uh, (laughs) what's that? What's that? Yoga Hosers. Yoga uh Hosers part two, like Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. (laughs) Making Chris Hemsworth robots. uh, Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know (laughs) how the world would take that. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what that movie was. It was kind of like those boys kind of like wanting. To, yeah, they, they made a sex doll. They wanted to make a sex doll. And like that's what this would kind of be, right?
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. All right. Yeah, Pete, not your best tweet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> back back to the drawing board, Pete. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's try ginger swapping some other movies.
3: I, I, I see what he's trying to do there. I just I don't know if it would work. Yeah. It like boys like it's ex- it, and I'm not saying this is right. Maybe like this movie could be made and it could like, you know, change things, but like when you look at like in in this day and age when you look at like teenage boys, you understand that teenage boys are like horny crazy kids. Yeah, we're the horn dogs. But like on the flip side, it's like no father wants to think of their daughter like, getting horny and shit. Maybe
2: that would be what made it so funny, though. That's true. To see some girls that weren't
3: reserved. <laughs> right, right? Just let it all out like yeah. that. Maybe that would be funny. Like, super bad, except with the girls that yeah. are, like, wanting to fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> fucking horny girls. Let's break the barriers Let's, down and see some horny-ass girls. Yeah, it, it can be funny. But, like, on the flip side, like, okay, I keep saying on the flip side. But, anyway, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, Girls, it's like they got so many more things to worry about than guys. They, they got to worry about getting pregnant. Yeah. You know, they got to worry about that kind of stuff and like making light of that. I don't know if Hollywood would go that want to do that. I I think it would be funny.
2: Yeah. I think I, it would be I funny. I think it as could fuck. be funny.
3: And like uh, we know that in Weird Science, like those boys did not fuck those. Gr- the, they did not fuck Kelly LeBrock. No. Nobody fucked Kelly LeBrock in that movie. No. She didn't get laid. No. So S- same thing would probably happen here. Yeah, you're probably right. It would be funny. It would be funny. Yeah, I'd subscribe to it, but I don't know if Hollywood would. Yeah, it's not a bad idea though. Yeah. If
2: you're brainstorming about what movies to gender swap, you could have you could have came up with worse ideas than that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see here. Jeff, we got an email here from Jeff. Hey guys, um, Jeff, the Fallout fuck boy with a subject that will hopefully have a more potential will have more potential for discussion. So Jeff was the guy that asked us about our thoughts about Fallout. None of us had any thoughts about it. Oh yeah. So nice. felt like we were just reading some bullshit. Try again. So he's trying again. Uh, with set to stream Star Wars movies soon, what do you think about the potential for an animated Netflix original series based on the old Republic era of Star Wars? I love the Knights of the Old Republic on Xbox and would love to see a series. On it even if it's loosely based I think the source material is too complex to be on Disney D uh, he says Disney DX it's Disney XD I know what you mean yeah uh, Disney XD series and not mainstream enough for the casual Star Wars fan with the success of some lesser n- uh, known Marvel entities such as Jessica Jones and Daredevil I think an older public series on Netflix would have a shot uh, to be popular with both new fans and old current fans. Uh, did he mention anywhere on here that this was gonna be live action or animated? Animated. He did, put, he did say that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yes, see, potential for an animated Netflix original series based on Old Republic era stars. Jake, what are you thinking? Yeah, I've got some thoughts here. Um,
2: uh, a, I would love to see a more mature animated Star Wars property than what we're just always going to get on Disney XD. I mean, We've seen both Clone Wars and Rebels get a little bit more darker than we your saw, typical. Uh, Clone Wars, once
3: it hit about season three, yeah, started to grow up quite a bit. Agreed, agreed. And I think we're starting to grow up now in Rebels a little bit more. It, but they didn't; ha- they they still couldn't even pull the trigger to actually kill Ahsoka on screen.
2: Yeah. I, I think you could do some really cool stuff if you got rid of those boundaries. And, and I'm not talking about having fucking R and gore and that <laughs> no, kind of shit. No. But yeah, just making things a little bit darker and a little bit tenser and more yeah. intense. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, my other thought is I, I'd almost rather see that concept, though, as a live action show. Yeah. Yeah. Than I would as an animated show. I do want to see more mature animated fare, but I would love to see the old Republic stuff done as a live action. Netflix Are we getting series. the budget that we need to make that happen? I, I think on Netflix. I think we could at this point. I think if um, I mean Disney and Netflix have really good relations, yeah, and I think Disney would potentially think about putting in the money to make this look really good. Okay, I and mean, this isn't network TV. We're not worrying about selling to advertisers. Um, Disney would want their product to
3: look good. I are mean, we still working with, like, Filoni? I mean, is Filoni coming over to do this, or are we getting, like, a new creative team? I think if it's animated, even if it was going to be a more mature theme, We're I would Filoni, I'd be
2: fine with Filoni. I think sure. Filoni can handle it. I think Filoni is working under the restrictions that he has at Disney XD right. and could make things more intense and darker mm-hmm. and mature. Yeah, But like, I, I don't think he would be involved if they went the live-action route. Right. I okay. think he, he he's the animator guy.
3: On a side note, I did watch uh, Rebels uh, Episode 2. I have not seen Episode 3 yet. Mm-hmm. Episode 2 was I, – yeah, I mentioned it last week with yeah. Frank. Yeah, you did. But my god. Um, I don't know what they did with Episode 3, but um, if we get fucking uh, Darth Maul going after it, – it seems like Darth Maul is either – when him and when when Darth Maul sat down with Ezra and they opened up the holocron, mm-hmm. and I think that they both got the same vision about Obi. I think he knows that Obi Wan's still alive, and then Ezra got the vision of the two sons. So it makes me think that. Do you think that there's a chance that he is actually going to Tatooine to? Kill Luke Skywalker. Ooh, that that's what Maul is doing? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm asking because, like, he says something like Maul says, and I'm paraphrasing, he says something like he's still alive. And so you think our
2: heroes will stop that from happening? Because obviously it can't, like, Maul can't kill Luke Skywalker. Yeah,
3: Luke Skywalker is not a baby either now. Like, yeah. Luke Skywalker is, like, just, like, literally, like, months younger than than Ezra. Hmm, It's interesting. But he also can't be aware that Maul is after him. Yes. In this timeline. Yeah. He can't be aware that Obi-Wan Kenobi is on Tatooine protecting him. So we might see Luke. There's a chance that we could see Luke, but he would still be oblivious. Yeah. You know, Luke's probably not going to see Maul. Yeah. Luke's probably, you know, Luke's just chilling at the Tashi station, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Luke's not going to see Maul. He's not going to see Obi-Wan, but he'll, he'll be in the, he could be in the background, but like we could get a battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul on Tatooine, on Tatooine. Like, are they going to finish this? Are they? And I don't know if they did this in the third episode. I haven't watched it yet, but Mm. like, and this could already be done by the time I'm talking about it now, but like, are we going to get a final battle between these two on this show? Are they going to save that for something else?
2: I, I, I could see it being done here. I don't think the movies are that interested in doing a bunch of stuff with Darth Maul. They might as well close that. Would chapter it make here. sense
3: for viewers to like watch a that have not seen the Clone Wars, that have not seen Rebels, and then all of a sudden you're watching um in, you know, they announce in two thousand twenty one Ewan McGregor is coming back. Ewan McGregor is going to be doing a solo Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, and the main antagonist of the film is going to be Maul. Yeah, I mean, they could do
2: that, but if they did, I think at that point they would ignore the cartoon stuff. It's canon, though.
3: It's part of Disney Story Group canon. Yeah. That stuff is part of canon. You can't really ignore that stuff. You have to give some exposition within the movie trying to explain everything... Yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. No. I, I think that if if his story's going to end, it's going to end in the in the Rebel series or in a, an animated series because there's so much that happens um, in Clone Wars between Maul and Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. There's so much that happens between those two in, the, in, in that series, and there's a lot that's happened with Maul himself yeah. in Rebels season two and now in season three. That it's just too much to explain in a obi-wan solo film <laughs> previously in these seven seasons of animated shows right exactly yeah, it's it. like oh okay so now you are gonna you're gonna try to explain to me like you know like darth like uh, maul uh, I, I keep i keep wanting to call him darth maul even though he's not darth maul anymore yeah he's yeah. just maul now yeah, yeah it's hard but okay anyway so maul he fucking killed why no, he killed uh, um, Obi-Wan's love interest in the Clone Wars. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, that was like, you know, kind of like his revenge there. So, like, in Rebels Season 3, I'm thinking that maybe he's not going to just, you know, kill Obi-Wan. Maybe he's actually going to kill who's going to be Obi-Wan's apprentice. Maybe he's going after young Luke. Mm, I don't I know. see. Cut him where it hurts again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know.
3: And it's a way, like, it's Anakin's kid, too. Like, Anakin is in his spot. That was supposed to be him. Yeah. That was supposed to be him. Yeah, I, I agree. I and agree. then it was Dooku, and then Dooku's dead, and now it's Anakin. Mm. Anakin is in, is at the right hand of the Emperor, and that was supposed to be him. Yeah, you got to be jealous. <laughs> yeah. That's what the dark side's all about, yeah. some jealousy power-grabbing uh joe stark sends an email titled awesome podcast uh hey brian i really dig your podcast you guys crack me the fuck up i'm so proud of you guys for making a grown man cry talking about one of our itunes reviews oh nice nice listening to that story i had to stop what i was doing and sit down and cry because i was laughing so hard keep up the awesome content much love from iowa joe stark joe stark i believe today is joe stark's birthday is it really? Yeah, I think I saw that on Facebook well, today. happy
2: birthday, you son of a bitch. Yeah, thanks for the nice, the glowing reviews.
3: Yeah. Too bad his
2: name's not Tony. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. This guy's got to be Team Stark, right?
3: Mm. <laughs> He's Team Iron Man all the
2: way. Yeah, I would have to have a Stark Industries t-shirt if my last name was Stark. Yeah.
3: Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this fucking email from Wayne Brunius. Nah. So I recently returned my Samsung Galaxy Android device and decided to get an iPhone 7. Now with this being my first Apple device, I've been trying as hard as I can to replicate my Android experience while stock while using stock iOS. The one thing that I can't seem to replicate is a simple podcast app because my regular podcast app isn't available on iPhone. Do you guys have do you guys who have an iPhone have a recommendation for a podcast app that's not iTunes because iTunes sucks big fat donkey dick. Dude, like, like we're a fucking tech podcast now. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck off, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I just use I use the iTunes fucking podcast app. So works, do I. There's no problem with it. It works just fine for me. I, I guess you can use Stitcher. You can use Podbay. Um, I don't know, Wayne. Fuck off. It, this is the dumbest fucking email ever. Like we're a tech podcast. Yeah. Why are uh, you wasting my time, Wayne? <laughs> Jesus, Wayne.
2: <laughs> congratulations on going to the iphone 7
3: though. yeah yeah but he's pissing
2: and moaning about the podcast app <laughs> you'll mm. have that
3: you, sub- you subscribe
2: and listen like <laughs> jake how difficult is it it's, it's not hard i listen to multiple podcasts using the itunes podcast oh app. i do
3: i subscribe i listen yeah it's the same experience no matter what podcast app you're on i don't under wait what's wrong with you it
2: shows up on my phone when it's brand new Yeah. Downloads itself. It downloads itself.
3: So, yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. Wayne, I don't know. (laughs) Your email's Wayne. What are you going to do? I toss your emails. (laughs) Absolute garbage. That was a hilarious email. Uh, This comes from Chase, this next email. Hi, guys. I was wondering if you would ever consider having a live stream running while you are recording the podcast, like on Twitch.tv. It could uh, be an audio-only stream, but I know you enjoy fan interaction and live chat would be a really fun and fluid way to interact with the army. Jake, twitch.tv, you have to be playing a video game in order to do it. Is that true? That is as far as I know it's true. I listen to uh, the Pointless Pod with Kevin Pereira, uh-huh. who used to be a host of uh, G4's Attack of the Show. He does Twitch TV. Feeds and when I used to watch him on Twitch TV, mm-hmm. they used to have to have somebody in the background playing organ Trail. That's hilarious. So as far, unless they've changed something, yeah.
2: In the past, they had to do that. We've kind of experimented with doing that kind of stuff on Periscope. Yeah, I mean we've yeah. we've live streamed while we've been recording on Periscope and took took live questions from Periscope while yeah. we we're recording. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I could see doing the Periscope thing once or twice again in the future.
3: Yeah, you can do it. I don't, I don't man, I don't do it. I yeah. got Periscope downloaded on my phone, and yeah. I was, like, going to do something with it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it's a it. a big commitment. Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, join me as I, whatever. I don't <laughs> know, man. And, like, I hate being on camera anyway. Yeah. And you don't want me to fire the periscope up no fuck no <laughs> see if we get some
2: questions live questions no, no i don't need it
3: this, this i got live questions right here i got fucking wayne Bruni is fucking bogging me down with fucking tech questions those aren't
2: live those 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 happened already those are past tense
3: questions yeah it's like uh, this is tech fucking tv from like 2001 <laughs> no shit that's hilarious what the, wayne find a tech podcast and ask them that question <laughs> get a friend yeah, find
2: a, friend. <laughs> find a friend. Ask him what podcast podcast catchers he uses. Well,
3: I mean, no, like, like, like some like if somebody's like sent me a picture of like their rash, like, do they expect me to really know what's going on there and what kind of ointment to use? You know? Yeah, just I, ask us whatever. I am not a licensed professional. I'm not a dermatologist, and I'm also not a fucking uh, technology guy. As far as like uh, what podcast app is better than the the iOS podcast app, which works perfectly, Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, please no follow up email about the podcast apps either. Please none. We'll probably get him now. <laughs> Fucking Eric Mirable being a, sm- a smart ass will send us another email. <laughs> uh, I got drunk tonight and do, 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 do. found the ultimate podcast app. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> then obviously you could ignore the chat feed if you're in discussion. He's just going on about this. Uh, it would have, dude, I don't, Jake, do you want to do a live podcast feed like uh with, with uh, video so people can see us as we fucking do this? Maybe once, but no time soon.
2: I don't I don't want to. Yeah, it might be a fun experiment in the future.
3: Is no, man. I'm going to feel I'm going to feel weird with a fucking camera on me. I can't do my fucking thing. Yeah, well, the like, thing that people can't stand. People already don't like my fucking voice, Jake. Well, we, don't, a- we don't have to show you.
2: Like the guy said it could just be a live audio stream what's the fuck? but just listen <laughs> we can't we can't interact live though who who oh come on <laughs> it, that's just it's i wouldn't want to do it week week after week after week but it might be fun to
3: try every now and again Nah. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking i don't know you know me i'm not okay jake i get it you yeah. get it you're the social media guy yeah you are i'm not like i'm not even on proper facebook yeah like every once in a while, somebody will find out my fucking uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> they'll find my Facebook profile that I only use to post on pop culture leftovers. Yeah, and they'll try to add me as a friend, and I always decline because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to turn that fucking thing into a social. I'm I'm not trying to to see your cat memes. I'm not trying to see what you ate. Yeah. I'm not trying, I know that sounds fucked up. You're on I, Twitter, they can follow you on Twitter. Follow, do, I like Twitter. I'm fine with Twitter. Twitter's good. Yeah, just find me on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate Facebook. Oh, I, yeah. I fucking hate it. It's got, it's got some issues. Fucking uh, people in their politics and you say one wrong thing and then some asshole that you haven't talked to in like 20 years fucking says something in your feed <laughs> and then it sets you off and it just, it just pisses me off. Yeah,
2: it is easy to get angry yeah. on, tw- on, it, tw- on Facebook.
3: I, I came to the realization that I'm easily triggered with Facebook, so I dropped it. I dropped it. I only use it to update our fucking Facebook page. Getting triggered. Yeah, I do. I get triggered. <laughs> I, at least I have the fucking foresight to know that, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. Good, good on you. People
3: fucking piss me off, man.
2: Some people can't put two and two together there <laughs> and just continue to fucking get on Facebook and get pissed yeah. off.
3: Next email comes from uh, Easy B. Easy B says, hey, guys, love the show. So every – Chase, I'm sorry I didn't read your whole email. I feel like a dick. You're just talking about us doing a live thing. Jake wants to do it. I'm kind of like – what what do we do? Do do we do a special episode, a special episode of Pop Culture Leftovers where we make it live and interactive with people? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's fun. It sounds fun. Great. We get to have people bogging down the show and (laughs) asking us stupid fucking shit. (laughs) It'll be a bit of a one-time thing. It'll be fun. We'll do it. All right. We're going to do that? Yeah. When?
2: Mm, like, eh, not not anytime soon. Yeah. Post-Star Wars. Uh, okay. That might be
3: fun for, like, Star Wars. Oh, no. I... We're gonna do a Rogue One episode. Yeah, well, I'm not of having. Of these, I'm not having these assholes fucking interjecting their bullshit. I mean, on top of, of the normal Rogue One okay. episode. Okay. All right, so we'll have a Rogue One episode, and then we'll have like a follow up episode where yeah. these jack wagons can <laughs> give us. <a, give> <laughs> Love that term, by the way. Jack wagon. Yeah, it's good. Just steal that. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so thank you, Chase. I wish I didn't read your email, Chase, because I don't even want to do this. Yeah. I don't- <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chase. Great idea. I don't like. I don't like. I like the. I like the interaction that I have now, like <laughs> with Jake <laughs> and doing the podcast. Jake, the cats, <laughs> the cats. <laughs> but the interaction with like some of the people, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not down with it. Easy B says, "Hey guys, love the show. So every episode." Uh, one way or another, Suicide Squad Jared Leto makes its way back into the conversation. Most of you want to see more of him since his parts were cut and we didn't get the full experience. I, on the other hand, have seen enough. Yeah. T- Toss Jared Leto as the Joker. I don't see any characteristics of the Joker at all in Leto's portrayal. All I see is a want-to-be-badass drug dealer that is high on his own supply, minus the drugs. Don't get me wrong, I like Leto as an actor, but he completely sucked balls as a Joker he went so deep into method acting and bitching about his parts being cut just to give us a drug dealer character. If that is how they want to portray the Joker, toss Leto and paint Brian Cranston's hair green, put some shiny grills on, and give us a Walter White Joker. Or how about they just fucking fix the Joker and dump the damn crazy drug dealer wannabe act. That's my rant for now. Keep up the good work, guys. Easy. And that was a great rant. I, I can't. I can't disagree. And I can't dispute it either. Yeah. So. I really can't. Good
2: email. Yeah. Well, I don't think more Leto is going to fix anything.
3: No. Apparently they think that's going to fix things when they come out with the extended cut, Jake. Yeah. I'll be watching <clears throat> that no time soon. No. Oh. I will watch it. If if Frank is stupid enough to purchase it again, <laughs> I will watch. That's how I like watch fucking Batman v Superman extended cut. I, I have the ability to watch that too, and I still have it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a rough. It's a rough. It, it took me two days.
2: Yeah. Ah, can't do it.
3: Uh, let's see here. Blah, blah, blah. Fr- uh, Finn Dietz Creek says, hey, leftovers. Believe it or not, I have some good pop, bad pop that I found because of Frank. Earlier this week, I decided to check out "Better Call Saul" on Netflix. I've never watched a single episode of "Breaking Bad," but I really want to watch. After I uh, really want to after watching the first three episodes of "Better Call Saul," hmm. this show is a Tupperware. I'm a huge fan of Bob Odenkirk from shows like "Mr. Show," another PCL recommendation, "Fargo," and films like "The Spectacular Now." Uh, this show makes me like him even more. You really get to see more of his acting chops in the show. I recommend this show to anyone who is a fan of Bob, great writing, and compelling characters. On another note, I picked up Civil War on Blu-ray, and this film is still amazing. I've been giving it thought since I saw it in the theater because I didn't want to fall victim to shiny new toy syndrome. That, that's Dan West. New
2: Dan West. Yeah. His favorite movie of all time until Doctor Strange came out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave him a lot of shit for that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I, I just I feel like 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 you just haven't had enough time to sit on it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. He was just yeah.
3: like, woof, <laughs> Civil Civil War. Civil War, greatest fucking best, thing ever. Best thing ever. Love Dan. Love Dan. Um, He's okay. <laughs> He's decent. Yeah. Oh uh, man, uh, I think this might be my favorite comic book movie of all time. Um, I would love to hear your current top favorite comic book movies from any studio. My list would be Civil War, Spider Man Two, Dark Knight, X Men First Class, and Watchmen.
1: Mm,
3: awesome. Some honorable mentions for me would be Cap, First Avenger, Guardians, and Iron Man. This is about uh, this is after about twenty minutes of thinking. That list could change in a month. Thanks for all the great work you guys do throwing this crap cast together. I'm proud to call this my favorite podcast. That means a lot, man. Because it does. It does. Honestly, I, I, Finn, I'm not bullshitting you, dude. You, you little son of a bitch. You listen to a ton of podcasts. He's been with us forever. Finn. No, like I see this fucking guy tweeting every podcast out there. Yeah, like podcast after podcast, and he's been with us for a long time. And for a long time in his life, that's majority of his life. Yeah, he's kid, sixteen. So no, he's been with us for a long time and uh he listens to a lot of podcasts and for him to say like we're his favorite podcast that means a lot but you know what he probably says just like all it, of them no just like his marvel list and his comic book list yeah. that could, change, it in could change in a month could change in a month he only thought about what his favorite podcast was for like
1: 20 minutes <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> <and they laughs>
3: yeah, were, yeah, pop right fuck doors. it pcl yeah. that could change uh i'm sure it has by now because Probably, this, this fucking email's probably been sitting here for like <laughs> fucking two months. Yeah, that's uh, a rough question though. I mean, I'm not gonna answer it. He
2: thought about it for 20 minutes. I'm not gonna answer it right now. Yeah, I'm not answering it. Maybe we'll either. talk about that in a future episode.
3: Yeah, that, that's, oof, that's a can of worms. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, he wants to know, have you picked up any of the Disney Infinity figures? No, I haven't He says the game is meh, but the figures are Tupperwares, and you can f- currently find them for about four dollars on clearance at Walmart. Thanks, guys. yeah,
2: Here. the figures are nice. I have held them in my hand and thought about it, but I was just like, i have o c d about that kind of thing, you know yeah I, if I had one, I'd have to have them all, and I'm just ignoring it.
3: Oh, I know, yeah, that's good that's good, so I don't want to see you go down that fucking bullshit no I'm i not. saw I saw I saw. I saw this happen with the Funkos. Yeah, yeah. I saw you with the Funkos.
2: Lego Dimensions did it to me, too. God. I'm still doing it with Lego Dimensions. Knock it off. They just came out with fucking 18 Lego Dimensions uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't uh-huh. care. They're awesome.
3: I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's Lego. I don't care. I grew out. I, like, Legos, like, I didn't care for the characters or, like when I was a kid. Yeah. I had, like, a Robin Hood playset with that. It was all right. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I'm just building buildings and shit when I was a kid. Yeah. I wasn't about like I, you know. Now they got all these properties. I guess it was different when we were kids. Yeah, they, they didn't have, like. The, what was the property they had when I was kid? Robin Hood, Nights. <laughs> yeah. Now they got like Thundercats and everything. Oh yeah. You know oh mean? yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to read this email. It's from Michael J. Borelli. Jake, tell me if I can read this email. It's about Ryan Mears, and it's really. Maybe you should just like not read it. Wow, I don't even know what's happening. Should I pause? I'll tell you about it. (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right, Michael, uh, thank you for the flattering words about us. I am not going to read the things that you said about our dear friend uh, Ryan Mears on the podcast because he is a good friend of ours. And those are some low blows, man. And I'm not going to read shit like that about my fucking friends.
2: Yeah, I agreed. I agreed. So, all right. Next email.
3: Next email. Um, it comes from Rebecca Darling. Yes. I love her. Yes, she's she's great. so active on Twitter. She's active on PCL's Facebook page. She's active on Sweetwater Saloon's Facebook page. She's active in the leftover <laughs> army. Yeah. She's amazing. She's not a dick, not a dick. Uh, Hey guys, just got out of seeing Magnificent seven and it's a total Tupperware. This movie is everything a Western should be the music, the costumes and cinematography. Uh, uh, let's see here. The cast uh, really works well together, with no one person outshining anyone else. Chris Pratt is charming but not overly funny. Vincent D'Onofrio once again shows his amazing talent. Such a quirky act, uh, quirky character. Ethan Hawke really surprised me in his role as Goodnight. This movie looks like it could revitalize his career. I think his career was kind of revitalized with boyhood. Yeah, I think so too. As well. I think so too. Uh, Denzel Washington is incredible as Sam Anton Fuqua, uh, once again, hits it out of the park as a director. Uh, if I had to pick one thing to criticize, it's Peter Skarsgård as the villain. There's not a lot of exposition or explanation as to his motivation, and he definitely chose the scenery in this movie. But it's not enough to take away from my rating. It's really worth seeing. Hmm. Thanks for all that you do. Keep up the good work and army strong. I have not seen Magnificent Seven, and I am going to throw it out there why I did not watch it, because I was listening to the – and oh, Jimmy, you're going to give me shit about this – I was listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight and they were reviewing it and they spoiled something from the movie right off the fucking bat. Wow. And I was just like, like, it's not like, it's not like I, it's not like I still don't want to see the movie, Mm -hmm. but like, I know like a major thing that happens in the fucking movie now Mm. that it didn't, you know what I mean? Don't tell me. Like, like once you hear it, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell our audience. Like once you fucking hear it, it's kind of like, well, I already know that's gonna happen. Like, why am I gonna go see the movie now? Because it's like huge. Wow. And I'm And I'm not saying like like oh my god, I'm a spoiler pussy and blah 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 blah. It just made it made me not want to see the movie as much when I heard it. Yeah, I can see that. That's not being a spoiler pussy. No, it's I mean, not. And I'm not shitting on Jimmy's podcast. It's a fucking great podcast. Yeah. But it's just like one of those things. Like like once you hear it, you cannot unhear it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, that's too bad.
3: Yeah, and, and like I'm not giving him shit. You're the fucking asshole that told all our listeners that Han dies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for
2: sure. Yeah, but no who's oh Han dies. I'm not gonna go see the Star Wars movie now.
3: Right, right. <laughs> um let's see here. Uh I'm gonna read uh bah, bah, bah. I'm gonna read one final email and then we'll read the rest uh when we return. Sounds good. We got through a weeks. lot. We did. This one comes from an anonymous listener.
1: Hmm.
3: Um, Hi, Brian. Can you? Hi, Brian. Can you please call me dumbfuck and not mention any part of my name you can see in my email if you read this on the show? I'm sure you won't, but just in case, um, no, I'll call you dumbfuck all day. What's dumbfuck fuck uh, after? No, I think he's he's worried about me. He knows I won't give his name on the show, mm-hmm. and I'm not. You're anonymous. You're an anonymous listener. Hi, guys. Just wanted to drop a line and tell you what I think. Um, if that's not okay, no, I'm not going to pass on to the next email. No, what, do you, said, what do you think, dumb fuck? He says, um, if that's not okay, Brian, feel, pa- feel free to pass on to the next email. So <laughs> respectful. Yeah, I discovered the podcast about a month ago while I was looking for things to occupy my mind. See, 2016 has been my worst year ever in my 44 years of life keep the story short, in January, it was discovered that I had an illegal and all-consuming drug addiction. It was something I had hidden for about three years from everyone in my life. And, as a result, I lost everything. My job, my 20-year career, my wife, my kids, everything. I have been reduced from a proud father and respected professional to an unemployed loser living in his parents basement. Of course, like anyone in this situation, I think, I have had recurring thoughts of ending it all. My ex-wife, kids, and friends want nothing to do with me, and I still don't know if I can restart my career. There is also the criminal issues hanging over my head that have yet to be resolved. Anyways, I find I'm better when I'm occupied. So, I do as much as I can and always have headphones on. When I found your podcast, it was great. Sometimes four to five hours of content about stuff I used to enjoy. I also liked how mean Brian appeared to be initially, as I could imagine you yelling at me and calling me a fucking idiot. (laughs) I felt I needed a good yelling at, and you provided it in spades. Wow. (laughs) I realized quickly that Brian really was fond of his friends and the yelling is usually for comedic effect. I soon, become, I soon became a little jealous of how tight you guys seem to be. I know it's pathetic to be jealous. Jake's so awesome and laid back. Jay has that laugh that makes you think he's a little goofy, but when he says something, it's usually a great or insightful point. Frank cracks me up every time he says something silly and Brian is the ringleader keeping all the animals under control while going crazy himself. Anyways, long story long, long. (laughs) sorry Brian, I truly love your show. You guys are helping me cope with my anxiety, anger, depression, and loneliness while keeping me entertained. If nothing else, you all have my eternal gratitude for that. PCL fan and loser for life. Any dumb fuck, he leaves it dumb fuck. Yeah,
2: that's a great email. That's that's fantastic. If we can, you know, give someone some stability and help them keep their mind off terrible stuff like that, I mean, that makes me feel
3: good. Of course, of course. I mean, yeah, it's a great email that we're helping this guy. But on the flip side, this guy's still having these thoughts, man. Yeah, you're still having these fucking dude. You're having these fucking thoughts about killing yourself and ending it all and shit like that. You need to focus on, like, what you have in your life. And dude, I fucking struggle with this fucking shit too. I'm not gonna fucking sit here and bullshit you, man. Like, I've, 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 you know, I'm gonna get fucking real with people. People think I'm a fucking dick and all this other fucking shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's a, for me, this is how I fucking, this is how I fucking cope. Jake, if... if I don't know. I don't know. For me, I just gotta, I gotta be me. But I've been suicidal in the past. Yeah. Like, I, I have tried to commit suicide myself, man. And, like, that's the only time in my life where... And, like, now I joke about it. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like if I don't, like, I don't have power over it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But there was a time in my life where I was very suicidal. I was very mm-hmm. depressed. And one night, I took a knife out of the cupboard and I slit my wrist. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... I had to go, I had to go to the emergency room and I got fucking metal staples in my fucking arm and I've got a scar on my wrist for the rest of my life. But you know what? It reminds me that it reminds me that of like, of what I could have missed out on. Yeah. And I did it when I was 20 years old and like my sister, like I fucking, I did it. Like I did it. I I was so selfish, dude. There's still people that love you. There's still people that fucking love you, mm-hmm. yeah, you 're living in your parents' basement, but your parents love you, and there's people in your life that you 're going to meet and they're still in your life that still love you. don't rob them of that like i fucking I tried to kill myself, dude, like fucking three days before my sister 's wedding. Wow, and my sister has beautiful kids now, and I never would have got to know them had i had I died that night mm mm-hmm. so I love my niece and I love my nephew and I'm mean, my life isn't perfect right now, dude. I fucking still deal with shit all the time. No, oh, We all do. I mean,
2: very few people have perfect lives. Yeah.
3: I, I, there's dark places that I go to even now. I'm not happy with myself. 100%. I, am I am my hardest fucking critic and everybody's their hardest fucking critic. But like you, you did this thing. You did these drugs. Stay clean. just stay clean, man. I'm mm-hmm. begging you. Fucking stay clean and you got my email address? Fucking hit me up if you, if you need to talk. Fucking send me a fucking email, dude. I'll fucking talk to you on the phone. We'll fucking we'll, we'll get you through this shit, man. You're not fucking alone. Join the Leftover Army page. You don't have to let everybody know, like, hey, I'm dumb fucking blah 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 blah. <laughs> you can just talk about this shit that you haven't been able to talk about while you were fucking you know on drugs and shit. Yeah. You can just talk to go to the go to Facebook, join the Leftover Army page, and you can talk about the things that you love. And, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. You'll make it through, man. Just keep your head up. Yeah. I just hate, I hate seeing people
2: depressed like this. Like, yeah. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's a positive message that he's conveying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think he's, he's out, he's out of the tunnel. I think things can only get better from here.
3: Yeah. It just, it bothered me when I read that he has recurring thoughts of ending it all. And I get it. I get it. I, I, you know, I like, it's hard not to sometimes. Yeah. Fucking life sucks sometimes, dude. But like, you can't, I guess you can't be selfish and, and, all. there's still people that love you and you got to, that's what you got to hold on to. You can't like, you can't change what you've done. You can't change the mistakes that you've made. No. If only we could. If only we could. We're not the flash. And, you know, hey, even when the Flash tries to do it, he fucks shit up. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, dumb fuck, please. Take care of yourself, man. Yeah,
2: I agree. Dumb all fuck. Right. Keep your head up.
3: Yeah, for as much as we shit on people on this show, I, I don't, I would never want any of our listeners or anybody, like, it doesn't matter. I would never want anybody to hurt themselves. No, no, me neither. So, you know, I think all human lives are, all, all, all human lives are important. So, take care of yourself, man. Fucking, um, yeah. send me an email if you need if you need somebody to talk to. Okay. All right, Jake. Wow. Yeah. That's a way to end the show. Yeah, wow. Jesus. Hey hey oh.
2: <laughs> man. <laughs> like I said though, you gotta take the positive out of it. At least, you know, it makes me feel good that we're we're helping someone keep their mind off of such serious shit. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it.
3: Yeah, man. If you can if you can find a way to escape. Without using drugs Mm -hmm. for four to five hours, I'm glad that we're fucking here for you, dude. Yeah, we're better than drugs. I I wouldn't say that. (laughs) 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 We're almost as good as drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put an asterisk next to that (laughs) one. We're better than drugs. Asterisk. How about that? Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right, Jake, uh, no new episode next week. I might be uh, appearing on uh, the League of Geeks podcast next week, so tune in to them. That'll be fun. Yeah, I might be on that show. Uh, also, check out Sweetwater Saloon, a Westworld podcast if you like Westworld. If you don't like Westworld, don't listen. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thanks for listening. Thank you for, pa- thank you for your patronage.
2: We'll see you in two weeks. Later, guys. See you in two.
3: Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations.
0: already like seven million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and We don't wanna be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the
2: cool kids it, it, It's a trap
0: Toss it, good and taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture, bush over, Pop culture Leftovers And we're the uncool kids What's to say it's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are and good Have already been So we should separate the wheat from the chaff, and we're the chaff, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap! and toss it good and taste it do we love it hey let's race it can't erase it let's embrace it tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture push over pop culture leftover and with the uncool kids what's to say has already been said leftover pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftover It. it taste it? do we love it hey let's face it can't erase it let's embrace it tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carryover counterculture push over pop culture leftovers and with the uncool kids what's to say has already been said leftovers, leftovers. the only talent
1: is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers